into this can't get it though when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I like the exclusivity of it, though. Mm. I love, I, I don't know, I love, I love that. Because I can't, I know you want me, but that's a shame. Oh, well. Good morning, people. Good morning. Um, it's Wednesday today, right? Happy Wednesday. It's the 1st of November, people. Two months to the end of the year. Roll on 2024. How did we get here? How? The grace of God, I tell you that. Yeah, fuck. Grace, <laughs> the grace of God, Mark. The grace of God. But welcome to TDA, the day after, your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And as always, you are hosted by brilliant people. Let's introduce ourselves. It's your boy, Big Marsh from the east side of the bridge. Six foot plus of all that good stuff. Raw tenacity. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, six or plus of you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite shade queen always Martin Royalty. And they call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer, and news analyst, Melanin Jam Packed. That is right. How's everybody this lovely morning? I'm all right, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Same. How yeah. can play? Good. Highly favored. Amen. Mm-hmm. Covered by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen, Amen to that. Mm. Brent, how are you doing? I'm all right. Somebody sent in a nice voice note, yes. just correcting our pronunciation of the thing that we said was Kanjira yesterday. Mm. Said a lot yesterday. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here it is. We was that bad about you still. Right. <laughs> <laughs> At least he mispronounces with confidence. Mm. I mean, we're all stuttering and shit. They know I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> all right. Sorry, it's because I'm outside, so it's pronounced Angelo, not... Kanjera, I think it was. Thank you. Kanjera. Sorry, it's because I'm outside, so it's pronounced Angero, not Kanjero, I think it was. Angero. Thank you. Angero. Yeah, we're definitely going to We're never going to get that. Ever. Because we're seeing it. See, silent. (laughs) 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 We're never going to get that. But thank you, babes. I'll tell you. Appreciate that. Yeah, Yeah, man. Was that the bread thing or the, 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 the vegetables? Was it the vegetable oh, yeah. joint again? It wasn't the vegetable joint. It definitely was the... The flatbread. The flatbread? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Quote, unquote, flatbread. All right, cool, cool. Angelo. Angelo. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was no. Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> it, was like it was Angelo. Angelo. Play the mm. voice note again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's because I'm outside, so it's pronounced Angelo. Not Kanjero, I think it was. Why you have an A in the English Not Angero, not Angero. Yeah, Angero. Oh, big up there. Big up. 
What country was that? These are the four, innit? Ethiopia, maybe Eritrea. Big up all the lions. It's the horn, though. The horns. That's the lions. It's the horns. Lions are strong and stuff. Lions are lit. Yeah, the people with the best looking women in the world. There you have it. There you have it. Well, I thought we would have a question of the day because clearly we forgot what we used to do before Black History Month. <laughs> but that's all right. Let's just get into headlines then. Oh, we don't? We don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, that's that. I have a question. Here we go. Why are you wearing short pants in this dirty weather? Why have I got shorts on? Yes. Because when I was getting ready, <laughs> I just... If I took time out to pick what I was going to wear, I would have been late. So I saw shorts and a t-shirt on the side, so I grabbed them and I thought I have to compensate that with a big jacket. So I've got a big jacket on that covers me. <laughs> Plus I'm in the car. It's not like I'm walking around anywhere. It's so interesting. And you've got ankle long socks. When I, yeah. when I wear short pants, I feel naked. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, when but... He saw it reading outside. He's like... Shorts? Yeah. This is shorts weather. Yeah. What up? Why not? Yeah, but I'm not walking through the streets in these things. I've got heated seats. Yeah, but still there. Huh? Yeah, but wearing shorts and a big coat is just like... Mm. He's still home. What's, yeah, like mm. what side of life do you want to be on today? Well, I'm what's comfortable You know I'm at home here. This is... Oh, oh. oh. I'm here with my family, come to talk to my people. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm in my shorts and t-shirt. I could be lounging around in my living room right there now. To be fair though, you know that's why I never wear shoes in here. I can't fathom wearing trainers <laughs> to sit here and be talking. No, I haven't come in a blanket sometimes. <laughs> I literally, yeah, I don't. I just can't make sense of it. It's nice, it's nice to have a comfortable here, man. Absolutely, yeah. we're here for many hours. Least we could be is feeling comfortable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right. Well, that's enough of that. Let's get into headlines. <laughs> Okay, so our first headline, more than 500 pro-Palestine protesters packed out London, Liverpool Street during rush hour on Tuesday evening. Oh, they're doing Mm. what the old people are doing. Mm -hmm. So demonstrators could be seen clapping, cheering and chanting amid a sea of Palestinian flags as commuters tried to make their way through the crowds. The feminist group, Sisters Uncut, has seemingly organised the sitting, according to their social media posts on X. Uh, It claims that hundreds of commuters joined in in the mass action. They claimed to have shut down the station, but Network Rail said it was able to keep the station open and had no issues operationally. Members from other activist groups, including the Palestinian Youth Movement and International Jewish Anti-Zionist Network, also spoke at the demonstration. How do you guys feel about um, Israeli groups in support of pro-Palestine? Um, do you feel like there's an agenda, or do you feel like it's just they understand the plight and it's like, we don't really deserve to be taking over Israel like this and Gaza and the West Bank. I think it's... I understand. I thought you said yeah. you differentiate between um, the Israelis and the Zionists and all this kind of stuff anyway. Maybe they yeah. do too. Yeah. That's just true. That's just yeah, true. I think that's... that's, And I think it's more like on a humanity mm. moral side of things. Maybe not yeah. a political stance, mm-hmm. but mm. more just these people don't deserve to be dying and mm. the force is not equal. What I would say is, because I've seen all the, um, all the pro-Palestine marches and all that, they are lovely. They're great. Mm. Don't try and copy. Just stop. Oh, obviously we want awareness. <laughs> and all yeah, that, that's yeah. what they're talking about. You know. Yeah, but don't like because rush hour mm. work. People got places to be, things to do. You know what I say? Mm. If you could do the wrong, you could turn 
the tide yeah, against you. Like true. when you got the support, like concentrate. You get me? Like mm. be mindful. That's so heed. funny. Mm-hmm. The people I've seen the suggestions from are not even of the Palestinian descent. Okay. So it's like the allies, and they say, no, let's really shut things down. Let's rush hour. All the just up. We need to be on motorways. I actually mm. saw someone make a list the other day saying these are the things that we need to do. I said, ah. Nah, I mean, nah, nah, don't wreak havoc because the people are supporting you. It's going to have the opposite effect, love. Mm. Mm. I don't think that's the case. Don't you? Nah, I don't think that's the case because like, people are actually dying at this point in time. No. They've I- got the blacks on their side. Your son. Yeah, it was the blacks making Just up all apparently don't have the blacks on your side. No, but you can you can lose blacks easy. Hundred percent. You know. You know. I don't think so. <laughs> no, but you know. Yeah, but you know when I, I said it so. was people of non-Palestinian descent. It was blacks. Mm. It was a black face. I was well, not black face, but you get me. It was a black. <laughs> it was a black uh, person. Yeah, I don't think you can yeah. lose blacks with this one. You can't. The blacks are taking this like they're taking it even more BLM. seriously than the. But when you yeah, when you start inconveniencing people on a day to day, but that's no, what I'm they're saying. Yeah. They're saying that's saying it's a privilege for us to be even say that. It doesn't matter what they say. It's the reality. Well, is. imagine we all might of us trying to go to work. Here. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> so you might want to put some trousers on. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the way we're going. <laughs> Well, like I was saying, one of the feminist groups here that um, organizes Sisters Uncut, they wrote the end international support for Israel's oppression of Palestinians. Cease fire now. That's another thing. What do you guys think about the fact that Keir Starmer, Rishi Sunak, none of them have called for a ceasefire? They're cheeky. Mm. Because I thought they were I thought they were all um taking back their statements about Israel and whatnot, and then now donating money to Palestine. So if you really cared, but again, that's that's what it just proves that it's all political for them. It's all an agenda. You can't take the empathy and whatnot serious. Mm. It's the all a joke. Shit. I'm just surprised about how aligned the two sides are. Mm. Why? If you've seen how they've gotten Jeremy Corbyn out of there because he's quote unquote anti-Semitic, mm. don't you see where it is that they're getting funded from? No, I hear all of that. But then, like I said, we've got elections. I'm talking about Labour. I'm not talking about Conservatives. No, no, mm-hmm. no, of course. But we've got elections and that coming up and... You just who's you just, gonna be funding their campaign? Yeah, but if the Labour to jump into bed with the Conservatives, well, I get the issue wherever, wherever, wherever. But you do that, and then once people realise there's actually no difference between these two, mm. then they're screwing themselves. They had an alley oop. I still feel as though they're dealing with the dilemma right in front of them right now. I see it as they're thinking the elections next year, we have time to spin crazily. No, man. That's, we, why, that's how I see it. We won't forget, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. If they, you say so. Remember, like the Jewish... Obviously, I'm trying to speak for the Jews here, right? But, like, they, they're always... <laughs> unlike a lot of other um, races or, or, you know, groups or whatever, they've always been, I guess, on different party sides. So the, you're going to get Jewish right-wingers, Jewish left-wingers. When it comes to attacking Jewish um, identity and, and everything to do with being a Jew, they come together. You mm. know what I'm saying? So, like Brent saying, it's the same forces, I guess, that is kind of causing the conservatives to have this particular, particular view is the same forces having Labour have this particular view. But they, they're still going to take opposite sides when it comes to other uh, issues. Yeah, so, yeah, it's the same thing, I think. But, yeah, man. Uh, the phrases Palestine will be free and ceasefire now can be heard or were heard at a protest. One video reportedly showed protesters chanting from the river to the sea, 
Palestine will be free, a chant which the Home Secretary Suella Braverman has previously criticised as, as an anti-Semitic demand for the destruction of Israel. Other groups obviously dispute, that in, the, dispute the interpretation of that chant. Next headline, um, a barrage of Israeli, trigger one here guys, a barrage of Israeli airstrikes levelled apartment buildings in a refugee camp near Gaza City yesterday and footage showed rescuers pulling men, women and children out of the rubble. Israel said that the strike destroyed the Hamas command centre set up in civilian houses and a network of tunnels underneath. The toll from the strikes in the Jabalaya camp was not immediately known. The Israeli military said that a large number of militants were killed, including the commander overseeing Hamas's operations in northern Gaza. The director of the nearby hospital, where casualties were taken, Dr. Atef Al-Khalot, said that hundreds were wounded or killed, but he did not provide exact figures. Neither side's accounts could be independently confirmed. The strike underlined the anticipated surge in casualties on both sides as Israeli groups um, battling uh, Hamas's militants advanced deeper into the northern Gaza Strip towards dense residential neighborhoods. Israel has vowed to crush Hamas's ability to govern Gaza or threaten Israel following its bloody October 7th rampage. Israel said that two of its soldiers were killed in fighting in northern Gaza, which is the first military death that is reported since the ground offensive into the territory ex accelerated late, late last week. And our last headline... Sorry, just, do you believe that when they say that stuff? Well, which, which part? Like... like Obviously, like the whole the, the narrative is that Hamas is hiding and using them as human shields, mm. right? but like they just leveled that refugee camp. Yeah. Mm. Do you believe there was like a um, Hamas command center there? I, I I don't put it past them, honestly. No, it but is. I, I think it's more so that um, they don't care that the civilians there. Yeah. I think they definitely don't care that the civilians there. But I also believe that Hamas also could be hiding amongst these people. Do you know what it is? I don't feel like all of this. They're doing all of this just to solely get rid of Hamas. I feel like they just want to land anyway. So yeah, really and truly, they just say, they throw the Hamas word in there. I'd be like, oh, Hamas was in there. Because really and truly, did Hamas tell you they were in there? How do you know Hamas <laughs> was in there? They're just out here bombing shit up, talking about Hamas was in there. Ain't no damn Hamas in any of these places that they keep bombing up. Because I see like, say like a big apartment block mm. with like a hundred apartments in there and mm. one little office is like a Hamas thing. Mm, like think, yep. Private <laughs> eye in there, physical desk and thing. Mm. And they leveled a whole building. Yep. Yeah. Do you think that's justified? That's true. That's it's crazy. True. They're mm. using Hamas as an excuse. They just want to wipe out the land. But even if it's just like one small office, right? If that person's got links and is able to control and send information from there to other pivotal places for that's Hamas. That's the thing though. That's the thing. So by their logic here, Hamas could be anywhere. So 100%. that's why they're going to get rid of everywhere. Exactly. And that's what's crazy because they're yeah. lying. But if you pose the question that if that, like I see someone saying the other day, just say, obviously we're just using examples of hypotheticals. Just mm. say there was a one office in a block in Israel, mm. but it was a Hamas mm -hmm. leader in there. Would they level the whole building? And if they did level the whole building, what would people say? And the rest of the people in there is people is Israelis. Israelis. Yeah, I mean, but I, they may argue, well, we can just walk up in the building <laughs> because everybody else is Israeli. There ain't going to be much resistance. They, you know what I'm saying? They can There's not going to be much that. resistance either. They're not Hamas. They're just Palestinians. Yeah. Yeah. So what? <laughs> What normally happens, or what they say happens, is they give them warning that they're going to start bombing a particular area. Mm -hmm. So they tell all of the civilians, quote-unquote civilians, that are around the area to get out or move south whilst it is they look to bomb it. Okay, they've done that in the hospital? 
in hospital? They done that with the hospital. Um, I I don't know. I've got a clue. They did. The area with hospitals and it was like they gave them ample warnings, warning, warning to what move. I, what I did see. What about the people that can't move? What about what people that's incapacitated? What about people giving childbirth? What about old see? people? They shouldn't be bombing the hospital. It doesn't matter how many Hamas people are hiding there. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be bombing it. That's called a war crime. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> what I saw was them leaving an English mes- message just on Monday. Yeah. I think it was Monday, it was Sunday, I can't remember when it was. Yeah. Um, telling these... Um, that wasn't, they cut off communication, so that message wasn't even precisely, for them. Precisely. Mm. That's for the rest of the world. Precisely, precisely. And a lot of, a lot of people online were saying that. So they quote-unquote gave them a heads up, but they don't really give them a heads up. And then they just whew, cap it, bomb it. And that's why they're going to lose this war of public opinion. They're going to lose it. Well, they've been saying that they've been dropping flyers as well. With the bombs? With English writing. No, before, before. <laughs> before the English writing. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. I'm not too sure if they laminate the paper, but... <laughs> Can you imagine? You know, these people are all insane, you know. They're all insane. It's sad, man. Yeah, but they definitely are hiding in, like, behind civilians and stuff. That's yeah, their tactic. That's 100%. Uh, that's their tactic, yeah. I wouldn't say hiding. I'll say living. There's nowhere else to go. No, they, 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 I believe mm-hmm. they deliberately go to places where it is that they think that they're... There's going to be casualties, so that when there are casualties, they basically say, "Look, this is what Israel's doing." Just, Everybody's I'm, I'm slipping. Skip, plane. I'm a skeptic. Yeah. I don't believe that. That's and plus, they're supposed to be in Gaza, so why are they doing it in the West Bank? Then, like, it's like it's all. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I'm a bit skeptical with that. Like, it's easy. That's that's an easy story to sell because everybody's buying it. But I don't know about this yarn they're spinning. I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. I don't mind that you are heavily against Israel. A lot of the world are. <laughs> mm. Both of them are playing dirty games and civilians are dying. Yeah, that's the most important thing. That's what gets lost in a lot of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Where like, do you think Hamas could be hiding then? Because uh-huh. I, uh, then they're not necessarily like a, an army base or have army bases, I guess, like Israel would do. You know what I'm saying? Apparently, they're underground. But that's why I don't want, mm. I don't want to care about the civilians because the language is thing. I don't see it as hiding. That's where they live. There's not much place to. There's not much place to go. No, no, you know they're there. You. All right, so you're basically saying they're lying about them having a command center in the hospital. Of course. I think that's the best place to put something if it is that you want protection. Why? Where, where, you, you, know... have, where you have no other forms of um, protection, that's the best place to put it. That if you care... If you care Israel to... just isn't playing and, and if you care... by the rules. But if you know your enemy's not playing by the rules and they're going to level the place anyway, then, you then you're quote, putting... Then you win also if it is that you do blow up this particular civilian... Um, spot, then show the world immediately. So then you're putting your own people at risk. So they, then they I, are the monsters I, that they're saying that they my, are then. In my head, like then I said, head, are, like everybody it's... is being wicked. Mm-hmm. Both sides are being wicked and civilians are dying. Yeah, it's wrong, man. I think both sides are thinking about the overall agenda and everyone would justify yep. using God as well. Yep. Like all these people died as martyrs. Mm-hmm. And it's all the same. It's all the, the, no, man, everyone's sorry, crazy. That's no matter if it's against my will. How you consent to that? But this is this is how they'll see it. You know what I'm saying? This is how they'll bury them. Say, oh, you know, God did this and God did that. So, you know. But anyway, um, our next headline, which is linked to our topic of the day, um, apparently, it was not apparent, it's, it's, it happened. Um, a nanny <laughs> who splashed tens of thousands of pounds in donations linked to a Black Lives Matter demonstration on her own lifestyle, including almost 6,000 pounds on Uber rides and food deliveries, has been jailed for two and a half years. Was she never like was she feeding the community? <laughs> oh, yeah. Six thousand pounds on Uber Eats. You are uh, crazy, isn't it? That's crazy. Zara Salim, twenty-three years old, 
She set up a GoFundMe page to raise money for COVID PPE before the pivotal march in Bristol that saw the toppling of Edward Colston's statue on the 7th of June, 2020. But following the publicity around the march, uh, basically £32,344 was raised in donations. The leftover money was intended to go to a city-based youth company called Changing Your Mindset, of which she was appointed a director. The trust was placed in um, Salim as um, she co-organized a demonstration and was a prominent figure in the BLM movement. However, Salim moved the money into a newly opened personal account and went on a 15-month spending spree on lifestyle expenses. With no regular income coming in, she made 2,512 payments, including the amounts on an iPhone, an iMac, hair and beauty treatments, clothing stores, Amazon purchases, food takeaways, and more than £5,800 on Uber. This is, all, this is all according to Mr. Alistair Haggerty, who was prosecuting her um, at the hearing yesterday. She later confessed to a friend on WhatsApp that she had done something horrendous. This is her words, something horrendous. Adding that my brain spent it. I couldn't tell what, where, or why. My brain spent My brain spent it, yeah. Okay. Um, the company, meanwhile, uh, repeatedly asked Celine for the money, but was repeatedly given excuses, including problems dealing with GoFundMe and stays in hospital. This is what she was saying. Buses at the organization finally sent her an ultimatum to transfer the cash in June of 2021. She responded in an email saying that she had spent it. The loss in funds resulted in the cancellation of a planned educational trip to Africa and the eventual closure of the organization. Salim had denied a charge of fraud by abuse of position between 23rd of June 2020 and 30th of September 2021 when she appeared at Bristol Magistrates Court in January. When in September, she then changed her mind and she's pleaded guilty to that particular charge. The case brings to a close, sorry, it brings to a close two years of turmoil for the leaders of Change Your Mindset who had high hopes for the good work that they were going to be able to do with their money. The cash was set to provide support to people aged between 18 and 24 through weekly sessions with cookery classes, career advice, and life coaching. And when the bosses saw that the amount raised um, surged, plans were put in motion to provide an educational visit to Ghana. So these people were very excited about all this money that was raised and the young people to go um, the, sorry, the young people to go were chosen and asked to start preparing for the once-in-a-lifetime trip. Obviously, none of this occurred. So, yeah, long story short, she got jailed for two and a half years. Mm. And that's it for the headlines. All right. Um, yes. Question on the okay. on the screen. You guys are not getting this war. Some would argue it's not a war. Some would say it's just one-sided. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is n- no both sides. Palestine doesn't even have a military. Have you seen anyone with Palestinian army clothes? I know it's not the Palestinian army. Well, they don't have an army. They're not talking about the Palestinians. Mm. That Rams is better. Like. Um, <laughs> but um, ain't there, um, I don't know what you would call their group, but I mean, we'll sort Hamas don't exist then. That's what we were talking about. They're the government there. Huh? They're the ruling government there. Exactly. They were voted in. Yep. They're, not, they're not ruling anymore, though, are they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Go forward in, and they're representing Palestine. Unfortunately, you may not like it, but that's this is who represents Palestine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So whether they have um, army clothes or not, just, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because somebody somebody's firing rockets. <laughs> you know, somebody killed a thousand people Bruh. and two hundred plus at a, at a bloody concert. Somebody did it. You know what I'm saying? Unless we're gonna say it's Israel that did it. Um, we, bear in mind, this this room is a, a free Palestine room. Yes, I was yeah. gonna say that, so that we have. Away. Yeah. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. We have made it clear that this isn't exactly a war because it's not like it's not equal at all. No, mm-hmm. at all, sir. Yeah, war crimes being committed. Mm. That's, a, mm. that's a word, boy. Right. 
Yes. So I'm scared to introduce the next segment. <laughs> Let's get into what you're saying to the other day. All right, guys. So today's topic of the day, yeah, is going to be based on the previous headline. Um, and that was obviously about Ms. Zara Salim. <laughs> yes, okay, the thief. Yep. Who the got carried stuff. away, who got carried away when she saw all the funds in her account and things of that nature, right? That was something from last week. It pops up when it is that. <laughs> Don't worry, it's, it's a glitch. You didn't write that. That's what I was it's thinking. You're doing camera tricks. What's this? No, 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 no. <laughs> no camera tricks. Because <laughs> if I was able to do that, I would start talking to Gina. <laughs> 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 but I can't do that. <laughs> but those this on Spotify, something popped up on the screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's based on what happened with this Black Lives Matter organizer. And so the question I wanted to ask you guys is, what are the potential negative, like consequences of bad activism and charity work and do you feel like overall this kind of muddies the water and kind of makes it hard for the people so much so that sometimes you prefer to not even have a bloody organization representing you or do you feel like this is just one of the small individual cases that should be overlooked now she is she should be overlooked there because i don't think it's it's i don't think it would be fair for situation like yeah to, for the black lives matter movement to suffer because of her and I am. I do remember that the American one as well. She did do what she did. Thank you. But the thing is, though, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. As much as it's great when things are happening, when social situations are happening, and individuals rise up, because that's what we want. We want people to mm -hmm. rise up and take charge. We've got to, whilst we're protesting and not, we've got to screen who is rising up. Mm. Mm -hmm. We actually have to screen who's because not everyone's heart is in the right place. People start GoFundMe's for nothing. People lie about stuff, you get what I mean? So mm -hmm. I don't think that the action of these two ugh, women, action of these two women should like ruin what it is that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. anyone, I don't think but anyone in Black Lives Matter needs to be better though, because when they mess up it's too it's too dangerous. Mm -hmm. just, exactly. Just because of the name mm -hmm. of the of the organization. And that's as a community, we need to re she needs to be cancelled like period, period, period. Because she's this gives ammunition to the racists. All of that because when Black Lives Matter do anything, or yep. and like you know what I'm trying to say, like then the name that you're saying, Black Lives Matter, when you say that, like, when you discredit that, mm -hmm. or I don't know whatever, there's all these kind of words we could use, yeah. Mm. Then people start moving like Black Lives don't matter. Do you know what yeah, I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to. You could be of the mindset, yeah that black lives matter and not necessarily support the organization. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? But because of what it says and mm -hmm. what the name is, mm -hmm. the two just get marred together all the time. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm trying to say? So they need to walk a different line. They can't be doing all that stuff because then you start making people think, well, ah, rah, rah, black lives don't matter then. Mm -hmm. black, lives ain't, black lives matter ain't serious or very rare. rare, rare. Mm -hmm. And black lives are always going to matter. Yep. So they they need to be held to a different standard just, mm -hmm. because, of, just because of that phrase, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Exactly. You get what I'm trying to say? That's ridiculous. This this is true, but what what type of standard are we expecting of them? Because at the end of the day, they are human beings. Don't, don't use the money for Uber Eats. <laughs> no, but the, that's like the most basic standard there is. Don't use yeah. the money for personal for personal situations. See, the thing is, yeah, hundred percent. That this is an extreme case because yeah. she's she's unfortunately. In is it the other one in America had a mansion? <laughs> no, but this is what I was going to say to Gosh. you. She did. I guess in terms of expenses, I could be wrong here, but I yeah. believe. She talked it down to this is uh, their base. Mm. 
Yeah, she actually brought my shit to my. This is this is the this is the this headquarters. Is the, the headquarters, right? So, so she's she, the, yeah, obviously she's living there too, right? And stuff like this, and they can hold events, gatherings, and things of that nature. Mm. Couldn't one say that's a decent use of their no. money? No, that was a misappropriation of funds, one hundred percent. Even if we can you, hold events here, not have to rent out. No, her, you know what I'm saying. No, okay. because what events are we holding for BLM? <laughs> what events are we... We should be meeting on the streets. No, but there'll be certain networking The streets is the office. You know what I mean? There could be certain network events. She didn't need a mansion for that. Whatever the case is, and yeah. they don't have them often enough yeah. for it to be like a to thing where you're saving money long term. Mm. We don't have... We don't link up BLM-wise often enough for you to have bought a mansion that you're paying mortgage on every single month. And you just happen... You and your family just happen to be living in there when it's not in use for meetings. Yeah, it's part of the corner of the market and they got such a dope name because mm. there's so many people that are BLM that are not BLM. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. And this is where the problem comes in. Like me, I'm Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. like every day of the week, but I ain't got nothing to do with BLM. Mm. I ain't never supported them. I ain't never done anything. I ain't never, I'm not involved with that, with the party, the political side, the movement thing, whatever. I'm just of the mindset that Black Lives Matter and they always will, innit? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's tough because then they get everybody without even without even having everybody, if that makes sense. So yeah. if you say that, you've automatically got the association and all that. So again, that's why they need to... Mm, be on point. Yeah, they need to be on point. But how, how can we different... All right, you know what? Do you feel like this sends a statement to the world, though? The fact that so many black people... Because I, I feel as though nearly every black person I speak to about BLM, right, always likes to make the distinction between the organization and the movement. Is that kind of... Um, a strong statement that basically most of us don't even agree with the movement itself. Sorry, with the organization itself. And why is it that we don't agree with this organization? Are they doing that bad of a job I feel like representing only, us? Didn't that only start there because that woman was stealing? Yeah. Didn't Which that? Because I've never, I've, I haven't actually heard people distinguish between. Was it? I thought it was all right before the before like the scandals and thing. Because what's p- being part of the organization? Okay, I'll tell you one thing. So, so basically what it is, again, I'm, this is from years ago, so I'm trying to remember. But I believe it was started by three women, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people's uh, concerns was the fact that these lot seemed to be super, super feminist. Okay. And uh, seemed to attack men, black men. Um, they seemed to t- attack certain groups and was trying to push the agenda of certain groups. So let's just say the LGBTQ community. Um, along with the black agenda. So, of course, if you want to push the LGBT um, agenda, that's fine. But mm. our money wants to go towards the black agenda. So why are you mixing the two? So a lot of people kind of had problems with those type of things, mm. thinking it's just these personal, um, these women's personal agenda lives and agenda. That's, you know what I'm saying? Muddy in the waters. Mm. And but do you, know what the, do you know what the issue is, though? This is why, I guess, when we have this conversation about coming together as a community, mm-hmm. It doesn't work because really and truly the LGBTQ community is part of black 100%. Life, lives matter. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Black women are part of black lives matter. Black men are part of black lives matter. Black children are part of it. 100%. So unfortunately you can't, this is the thing, if you're, if you're going to be for an organized, for a movement, mm. you can't say you're, BL, you're you, you're, um, you can't say you, you're saying black lives matter, mm. but saying that only black, mm. black, straight male lives matter. Mm. No, it's either across the board or you can go and sit with the white people that say all lives matter. You can't pick and choose mm-hmm. which lives you want to matter. And mm-hmm. I think they definitely did it wrong. If the, if it is a case where they're focusing more on this and yeah. this, whatever. Mm-hmm. But on, on the other hand as well, you people, you're either for black lives or you're not for black lives. You yeah. can't, you don't get to choose which black lives you mm-hmm. want to be for. 100%. Because the, the killings 
and the assaults and all that goes on in the LGBTQ community, mm. it's mad. It's very, very crazy. So do you get me? So mm. I feel like they did that well in terms of including the minority groups, which is minority groups in the black community. Mm-hmm. However, what they should have done is they should have handled it better. Mm. But then, then people should have started their own group then. And I think people needed to spend a bit more time looking at the manifesto and, and the, you know yeah. what I mean, the tenets of, of BLM in it. But I think when people started to see it, mm-hmm. started to read it on their website, people started to separate themselves even more. And then a year or two down the line, you're now seeing the misappropriation of funds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it just... But if you're going to separate yourself from something, what are you doing in the meantime to stand up for the agenda that you feel like the people should have been focusing on? Well, that's a good question because I want us to kind of look at that as well. Yeah? But in fact, because you mentioned that, let's, let's yeah. look at it. So, so some people obviously would say we we can somehow support being black and um, be pro-black lives and all that type of stuff yeah. just by starting other organisations or just living as we live, right? Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily need a charity, especially if that charity is using our money mm-hmm. for things that doesn't even help us. Yeah. So are we better off just not having a BLM, like that yeah. particular organization, and just, I don't know, just doing our own thing. So for example, maybe if you, if you work in a particular establishment um, in, co- in the corporate world, mm-hmm. maybe starting your own version of ACS, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And spreading the awareness there, doing certain things with your church or your mosque or whatever it may be, yeah. rather than having this huge umbrella organization yeah. that claims to I'm not saying they claim, but may claim to um, represent all black people. I agree with that. Though. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't feel like the Black Lives Matter should have ever been an organization. Mm. I don't think there was ever a need for it. Because again, like Mark was saying, Black Lives Matter is something that you're, you're either for mm-hmm. or you're not for it. It's not something to sign up and get a sheet of paper and get a hoodie about. Like you're either for or you're not for it. I feel like what should have happened is that whenever something happens, say for example, people are protesting and then people, black people get arrested, there'll be funds where they can use that money, you can use the funds to um, build them out and stuff like that. Mm. That's what happened with NSARS, right? Big up um, feminists.co. People who, so who they, controls the funds though? Where do people donate thing, to? So when NSARS mm. happened in Nigeria, right? There was, um, people were donating to um, feminists.co, right? Because the, what they were using the funds for, the money that was all being donated, was to do with NSARS stuff. So they're paying people's hospital bills who had been, you know, attacked or whatever it was. They're paying people's funeral um, mm. things of families that got killed where they could see the bodies because the government got rid of bodies, uh, allegedly, because you guys, I guess. Um, they were bailing people out of jail and all that kind of stuff. But the thing is, the money was needed because of what was happening right then. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Obviously, I'm sure they're still running because there's still people, to today, actually, funny enough, who are still in prison yeah. for all of that stuff, who still have court dates and all whatever else. I feel like that's where it should be. But that's where I say, when it comes to us, okay, we're going to donate the money here, it needs to be someone with some form of credibility. Like, we can't just donate the money to a Stacey that just started it in her basement in her home somewhere. Yes, it's nice that sis wants to be involved in whatever it is, but that's how you end up spending 6K on Uber Eats. So really, truly, I feel like this is why in community spaces, like you mentioned, there's different communities that we all have, whether it's church, whether it's mosque, whether it's this, whether it's that, whatever it is, yeah. But there are prominent figures in those spaces that people respect. I feel like those are the people that have got to rise up and be like, hey, do you know what? This is that, and we will we will sit down and del- deliberate how we're gonna set how we're gonna use the money. Mm. It needs to be actual figures that can be trusted that people actually trust on a day to day basis. It can't just respectfully. It can't just be any odd yeah. for me on the street. Mm-hmm. Don't worry like that. Yeah. So okay. So obviously we need some type of transparency. Yeah. One hundred percent. But at the same time, yeah. To what extent? How much detail do we want, though? We need a case by case where every pound went. 
That's there needs hard. to be no. It's not hard because it's not hard. Okay. It's not hard if people send. Say there's a GoFundMe, right? Mm-hmm. People have sent. There's one. We've generated one million pounds. Yes. You've been using that money for hospital bills to bail people out of jail for um whatever whatever is whatever else it is. Mm-hmm. You can do that on Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> that is not hard. But again, this is the problem though. Is mm. that you can't think of it as hard because yeah. people people donated their hard earned uh, earned cash. It wasn't hard for you to collect the money. So it shouldn't be hard for you to be accountable and show the account of where the money has gone. Mm-hmm. Because again, that that's that is a good thing to do. It's not, it's not a hard thing to do. Even that girl, do you remember that, that Stormzy lookalike guy? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that girl, that random girl who just saw him and mm-hmm. started collecting money for him, she did an account. She mm-hmm. would be like, oh, today, today we spent a hundred pounds and da, da da da. He went to the dentist, it was this amount of money. Mm-hmm. That's what needs to happen when people are trusting their money in your hands, yeah. especially for big things that is that literally threatens people's lives stuff yeah. like something like something as massive and deep as black lives matter all hard work needs to be ha- needs to be happening fair enough maybe the person who we sent the money to is not great with excel but do you know what you do you would then hire out somebody who is an accountant or works for finances and whatever mm. and then even that you put that on a spreadsheet too yeah that we had to hire these services mm-hmm. it's not hard to be transparent with people in that manner big companies do it they can do it too i think the issue is yeah once you're, I'm, I'm not, I'm not against us being transparent or whatever, right? But mm-hmm. I, I feel as though you now present or open the door to other problems. What I mean by that is this: someone will then start saying, "Why did you have to spend this amount of money on this particular thing?" So, for example, let's just say we took out this particular person for a meal. Yeah, why is it today we chose to not go out and yeah. order from Uber Eats? So you've got delivery fees, you've got expensive food, yeah. all that type of stuff. It turns out twenty pound per person. It's like, wait a minute, why are you spending 20 pounds? You know what I'm saying? Someone's going to complain. On top of that, you're using your time. Who am I to say that your time is not worth 30 pounds an hour yeah. as opposed to 15 that people maybe expect? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you start getting those type of issues, people will start criticizing your work. But you always but get people, criticism. Yeah, though, people but are if, always going to criticize. But if always, you're doing, yeah. you're doing, isn't it? Like, mm. no, not everybody it, has to like it, but if you're, hold, you're, you're, if you're keeping yourself, holding yourself accountable and you're doing something, it is what it is. You don't have to like it. Mm. It is what we're yeah. doing. And we're doing more than you just sitting on the other side talking <laughs> shit. This is it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Just criticizing and chatting shit and not doing nothing. So then problems are always going to arise, mm. but you can stand in it. And if you're, if your intentions are are genuine pure, exactly. and pure, and you're doing the right things, however they're going to feel, this they're going to feel, innit? But doing something's better than doing nothing. But also, if you're going to mm. do an organization, it can't just be one individual. Okay, at the top, you mean? As yeah, in, like yeah. that's running this organization. Mm-hmm. It can't just be one individual because mm. even that in itself, that's that is difficult. It's it's a lot of burden for one person to carry. So if there's a board. Yeah, we all said we were going to go to Hakkasan for lunch. Mm. Five, all five of us then. It is what it is. <laughs> Do you get me? So it can't just be, I feel like it's easier for people to criticize if it's just one person. Yeah. But if there's a board of you, even if it's just three of you, mm-hmm. that's the what it is. But like Mark said, people criticize anyway. People criticize when you do good things. But Esther, the thing is, yeah, like you, that's a brilliant example. Imagine there's 10 of us on the board and we've been working hard for six months. Let's go Hackersack, right? Now with- <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't want to have McDonald's. All of that stuff, yeah, like, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But however, but again, I just see that as empty comments. That is not comments enough, because again, you just don't go to Hackersack every day for lunch. If you yeah. did every day for lunch Hackersack, of course you deserve all the cookings you're gonna get. Sorry, Cola, one second. But if it's a thing where once in yeah, three months, yeah. mm. you've gone to Hackersack, shut up, man. People, we need to normalize telling people to online to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm personally trying to make that movement a thing. Yeah, but do you get I me? Mean? It's just, it's comments, okay? Yeah, we're here every day doing a lot of work and going to begrudge me a little hacker sound. You'd be surprised. No, but they will, though. This is it. I should have yeah, gone to Milan to have the, past, the pasta <laughs> <laughs> straight from Italy's mouth. Talk about. 
Morning, Kula. Good morning, guys. It's Miss Mariah. How are morning, you? Morning, right? I'm good, thank you. Um, I just kind of wanted to to share that I do agree with both of you, but I do think, do you know what? People give you fifty pounds towards something, right? And they expect the world in right. exchange. So <laughs> the accountability thing is needed, I guess, for people who are trying to do big organizations like BLM. Because if you're sell- selling it like a big thing, you do need to maybe hire people if the money is there and stuff like that. But I think people overestimate how far the money can stretch for this type of work. And this is why, personally, I don't ask people for money because I'm very aware that someone gives you 5p and they're expecting spreadsheets upon spreadsheets where they don't account for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, as, and as you just mentioned, you go for a meal somewhere nice and suddenly people think you're eating off their 50p that they gave you. <laughs> this time it's even your money, you know. <laughs> no, genuinely. Genuinely, like, people give you money towards something and suddenly you don't have peace of mind yeah. because somebody contributed and they don't think of the bigger picture. Just so just because you gave me £100, that doesn't cover the flight for wherever I'm going to do this work. This that it. doesn't cover the people that are assisting me. That doesn't cover the people that might be helping me take pictures and stuff like that to promote this work. That doesn't cover the people that are giving me their time for free, but I might need to give them a meal for the day. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think when we're asking for accountability, there's so many things that kind of go into that. But I think as black people as a whole, we're too quick to part with our money anyway. Mm. Like there is no, we don't do any due diligence. And then when things go wrong, we're quick to make noise because somebody made a page and was saying this, uh, this is about Black Lives Matter. But none of us actually know where this organization camp came from. What have they previously done that's benefited us? Like, where is the, where is this TV? Mm. This is it. Okay, but Miss Mariah, yeah. Like, when, when where you, is the when, when you start a new job, you don't necessarily have a CV. Like, where, where do you start? How can I show and prove that I'm really, like, caring? Were you selling the... donuts at school? Do you start that work outside <laughs> of your helps. pocket? <laughs> yeah, well, if you're, you're CV, so passionate baby. about it, put your money where your mouth is. Mm. Yeah. I didn't start off by asking people to give me stuff. I've been doing this for 10 years. Mm. So if people give me money today, I've got proof that I've actually, I, I care about this. I've put my, my own money into this. Mm. Maybe people that's don't the just give you things because you say you're good at it. This is yeah. it. Maybe that's, and that, maybe that's the problem. It's us mm. trusting somebody who has zero experience yeah. in finances. Zero experience. And then acting shocked like, when they misappropriate the funds. If someone comes at work and says to me, oh, I want a job, but I don't have experience in so, so, so. What transferable skills do you have? Have you volunteered anywhere in a similar role? Like, have you actually done something mm. to contribute to your want in this? Mm. Word. So, yeah, I think we're just too quick to part with money and then we get annoyed when we don't see the results that we were looking for. But who who's this person? Literally. Mm. Because who is that girl? This girl's from like, Romford. Who is know? this? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> who is and she? And the same thing happened with Grenfell. People were creating GoFundMe pages, people that had not even been physically mm. to the site. Wow. Like, there's so many things people could have done for Grenfell for free. We're too lazy. We don't want to do the legwork. Like, you could have you could have gone to Tesco and bought your own stuff and delivered it to Grenfell physically. But you're too lazy. So you go, you go, you get behind somebody without a face, without a name, with no credibility. And then you get annoyed that they didn't do your work for you. They don't have the passion you might have for it. Mm. And you know, that is actually what it comes down to, though. It is laziness. And I agree to that because I'm lazy sometimes with things. Yeah. But no, it is that because it's like you feel so like you're doing something. Like you've ticked the box, I've done something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how you get really upset when you feel like their five pounds was used in um was they got a large happy meal. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. 
Okay. So yeah, Makes I think sense. it's all good points and fingers at this lady. But however, we do need to be accountable for the things that we do. We do wrong as a community. We we don't do any legwork for ourselves. We expect mm. other people to do the work and just chuck money at it and hope for the best. Mm. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Thank you very much. Cool. Yeah, because this girl was actually she's a very young girl, you know. She's twenty three years old. Mm. And what this would happen at two years, two years ago, three years ago, she was twenty, straight out of uni. Yeah. And people gave her thirty k. I've always wanted to start a charity, man. They make enough money. I was thinking about it a few years ago, but I didn't know <laughs> what cause to go for. It's so funny because you speak about starting a church before. <laughs> church, it's the same kind of thing, yeah. I've just, these things have crossed my mind. I've always wondered how I can do it because there's bread there. Yeah, there you have it. <laughs> Get me. There you go. Is That's it. it. That, do you know what's mad? The only Achilles are going to do it, give me money. You know, yeah. they've, heard him, he, they've heard him say it here in 4K. No, but I'll do the right things. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, no, obviously my expenses are my expenses. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to make I'll make sure. That's the problem, you know. I'll make sure I do good work in the community, though. <laughs> You get me? Because that's about boots give and take. Boots on the ground and stuff. Mm. Mm. That's about balance. LV boots on the ground. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, cool. All right. So you guys, obviously, we've made it clear that we kind of want some level of transparency, right? We want to know what the money is doing. Mm-hmm. How much stock do we put in actually knowing what the people are doing? How effective is this work? Because obviously sometimes... As in organizers? Yeah. So okay. We know certain things could be performative. We know it could mm-hmm. just be talking gestures. Here, yeah. there, there, you know what I'm saying? Going to a particular place, showing yourself in front of a, a building and saying, I was here, guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I'm putting in the work. You know what I'm saying? Like, should we expect the same level of um, detail when it comes to the if, things that you've done effectively? Like, okay, guys, we started this particular thing. We had this meeting with um, Sadiq Khan. Mm. We're following up with Sadiq Khan. Following up again with Sadiq Khan, he's now Following signed off this. He signed off this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now this has happened because of our work. Da, 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 da. I think effectiveness is difficult to measure. Okay. Just because someone like Sadiq Khan, for, no, let's use Richard Sunak because everyone forgets he's prime minister. It be, it might be it be difficult. I don't basically I don't think they should be judged on the effectiveness mm-hmm. when when other parties are involved. Okay. Because the other parties might be the ones that hold the key. Mm. So, for example, say they're trying to push something with House of Commons and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So if that doesn't go through, we're going to say that that was ineffective. Yeah. We're going to say that that was time wasted. Mm. Of course, we see them at DLT brunch every weekend. Talking about they're trying to network with influencers mm-hmm. and whatnot. That's a waste of everyone's stupid time. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? But I feel like if we see them actively doing stuff, when it's stuff like BLM and, what, and whatnot, I feel like there's just certain things that should be there and clear and whatnot. When we see, mm. If we see them having conversations on certain platforms to push you know, certain conversations, hosting events and being at certain events and... I feel like you can tell when someone's doing effective work mm-hmm. and not necessarily because they're getting the result that you think they should be getting. Sometimes you don't get the result you have to, you, you want, you've set out to get. Mm-hmm. And so you have to redirect. Mm-hmm. But if they're being, if they're going to be, if we're going to judge them based on effectiveness, based on results, that makes it tricky. Yeah. Because it feels as though we're never, we're never, we might never really appreciate them. And I feel like doing stuff like that that involves community and stuff is hard work. It's not necessarily results. It's probably more just action, isn't it? If you've got receipts, if you see what you're doing, because you might not be getting the results that we want, but if we could see that you're trying but if they and come see to you and what you're that, doing, then that will give people comfort in knowing that they're supporting the right organisations, isn't it? Rather than just yeah. just everything's just up in the air. Because do, do you class yourself as B&M? Yeah. Black lives, black lives do matter. Yeah, absolutely. So, and so you're in support of the um, organisation, everything that they do? 100%. Well, not the people doing Uber Eats money and stuff like that, but 
I'm 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 for I stand for what Black Lives Matter is, basically. Okay. Not necessarily the organization, but the movement itself. Yeah, but I remember I didn't think there should have been an organization in the first place. Yeah, yeah. So what, I don't think there should have been a whole company set up. Not all the, of this. Not the organization. No. But but then if the organization asks me for money tomorrow, I will donate. Yes. See, but that's what you're saying. You're saying people always feel the need to differentiate or mm-hmm. like between the two. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel that need? Because I don't like like kind of like we've seen today, right? I don't like that this particular organization can claim to represent me. I may not necessarily put the money in places that I care about. Number one and number two, misappropriate the funds. You know what I'm saying? There's certain things that I feel like certain organizations. It's kind of like a political party to me. Most of us may say, you know what, I agree with this uh, political party, but I have to look at how effective um, their actions are, number one, and even if their policies itself is long-term good for us. But you won't agree with all the policies. That's the thing. But you still pick a side, though. Yeah, 100%. But the things that matter most to me, the the things that I kind of prioritise, I would at least expect that those things are ticked off. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that's what makes it an issue, though. This is it. Because imagine you got a thing that you are important to you. You got things that are important to me. I've got it. So does Brent. Some people, like some people will be like, oh, do you know what? They've got the things that matter to me or they've got most or some of what matters to me. I'm still with the cause. Yeah. Someone else will be like, no, they've only got two of my things on there. Or they have all your things, but you don't like the fact that other things are involved. Mm. So now you don't want to support. This is why I don't feel like it should have even been an organization in the way it was, unless there was actually an agenda they were trying to sort out in society. Yeah. Because from what I'm, I don't obviously I didn't I haven't read their manifesto and whatnot, yeah. but were they trying to sort out what I don't know, police brutality? I think that's one of the tra- main things. Do you know I mean? All those things, yeah. but then how are you actively then in that case? Then we do need to see you actively doing stuff. Yeah. I just think with effective judging effectiveness can be tricky because mm-hmm. for me, if they say to me, I've, I've, we've been chasing Richard Sunak for um, a response mm-hmm. five times now. Mm. I'm okay. They're doing something about that. That they they are on topic. That not on topic. They are. They're still on job, as in they remember what they need from Richard Sunak. Mm. Someone else will see that as, okay, we'll move on to the next person then. Mm. So now I, I see them as still being effective. Someone else see them as ineffective. Do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I feel like having the whole organization thing, unless there's really a, a, re, like a movement mm-hmm. that is realistic. But the thing is, if you're going to set up an organization, it cannot just be the person who was collecting the GoFund money. Mm-hmm. We need to have actual qualified people within this, like people with a- actual accolades with the right mm-hmm. education, with the right experience. It needs to be more than just some some girl who wanted to collect money, rightfully so, to help mm-hmm. people. But now this whole burden of solving solving police brutality has been placed on her. Mm. In the name of it's transparency, I think they should just like, obviously you could do it on like a website and just have like a, um, a forum or a board thing or something that they could just update every Friday mm. and let you know what we've done this week or what steps, what we've attempted, even if we haven't got any results, what we've attempted to do, mm. what's happened, whatnot, whatnot. If you had them receipts mm. down, then, because with stuff like that, even with this girl, with these people chatting shit about her, what she spent on, where, 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 if you can go and there's a paper trail mm-hmm. and say, okay, yeah, she did spend six grand on Uber Eats, mm-hmm. but she's been doing this, mm. this, 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 that, and that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And then maybe, as you mean, you might, well, like I say, last about bad, she might be like, oh, what? Let's let us like, yeah. she's trying to do more good. Yeah, than, yeah. than bad you know what I'm trying to say like, there's some because someone needs to be doing something you get me <laughs> yeah. you get me mm-hmm. I think that's what they should do every Friday just put it on the board what steps you've taken this but week you know towards one, this is the problem one week they go on annual leave they go DR <laughs> having a great time in DR yeah. 
And someone's like, first of all, that's my 20 pounds that you went to DR with. Mm -hmm. Second of all, seven days off. Da, 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 da. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. they're never going to win. It's always going to be something. So what they need to do is do a tax, the way every, they need to do like a tax, a tax year review type of vibe. Mm. Where April, we get a full on report. Yeah. This is what da 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 da. This is da 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 da. And this is what we're planning to do next year. And then that's it. And then throughout the year, every, every three Once months. Once a year. No, but that's the, fin the financial part though. Okay. Every three months, we get an update on this is what's happened this year. This, this is what we've achieved this year. These are our goals for the next quarter. Da 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 da. Because if they're doing a weekly, someone's going to be like, why did your Uber, your last week, Uber Eats <laughs> was 200 pounds. Mm -hmm. Why is it 250 now? Are you ordering lobsters? This is it. It's going to be difficult. It's always going to be something. Boy. There's always going to be something. Okay. Um, obviously, we can spend a lot of time on this. So, so one last thing I will say is, do you care about donor influence and agenda? So earlier, we were talking about <laughs> those who are donating and funding the Labour Party, how they got Corbyn out, and the agenda we're seeing in front of the world right now when Keir Starmer can't even call for a ceasefire. People are dying for no bloody reason, right? And you can't even say, guys, let's stop this nonsense, right? When it comes to these organizations, should we should there be transparency in where the funds are coming from as well? Like if it doesn't come from, you know, the average regular person, if it comes from a bigger organization or a big business person or, you know what I'm saying? Should we know where the funds are coming from? Or do you just feel like that doesn't really matter? Um, maybe we should know who, who, who the donors are and stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. of, just because of politics and we don't mm -hmm. understand how the world works, you know what I'm trying to say? And it might clear up a few things for certain people when you see action mm -hmm. or inaction in certain things. Because then obviously we understand what your agendas are. It's like, oh, because, you know, you don't buy a hand that feeds you. These are the ones that are paying the bills and keeping the lights on. So that's why you've gone down this road or mm -hmm. that's why you've gone down that road. Just to hold everybody accountable. And again, just be transparent with what's going on. I reckon, yeah. I reckon, yeah, they should say who's, mm. who's, who's donating peace and whatnot and because again there might be massive companies that just mm -hmm. do unsavory things that yeah. you don't want to be mm -hmm. associated with yeah exactly so what do you do with that information so let's just say we found out that um, an israeli just for the sake of argument right an israeli um organization a big israeli company is funding the equivalent of a black lives matter and we're thinking wait a minute we are against israeli occupation and this same company funds or assists and approves Israel, Israel's um, actions in um, in the West Bank and in Gaza and things of that nature. Would that make you not support that organization? It depends. Everybody's got to make their own decisions, but it might allow you to, even if you don't want to um, say that, just totally not support or whatever, but you can go to the leadership or go to the people that's mm -hmm. in power and it's, you've got the choice to hold them accountable if you want to hold their feet to the fire, innit? Mm. And, and, and see where I've gone. Okay, so you, you you guys have come to me and I said to you, well, Muggs, for the past five years, I've been trying to raise money for this particular cause that you agree with, that you love. You see my manifesto, you can see how effective we are, you can see our hearts in the right place. But we've only raised 15K annually. This organization is going to put in 100K this year. And they're looking to increase that by 50% every six months to do this good work for black people. What are you going to say? That's again, it's then it's like you're muddy in the waters, though. I don't want to be associated <laughs> with like. Mm -hmm. But if you didn't know, though, if you didn't know that they were doing this, yeah, that's that's always ignorance is always bliss. There you go. You know what I'm trying to say? But then, mm. when like, yeah, when you find out, it's different, isn't it? Like, yeah. Th yeah. Th things change, isn't it? So it's cool. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. What, what I don't know, 
Mm-hmm. Can't hurt me. You can't. You can't. You can only. You don't know what you yeah. don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. Now we're here. We have to cross this bridge. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And if it's something that you're that passionate about, mm-hmm. with, with your morals and whatever, mm-hmm. then you have to. You have, you have to act on it then, innit? Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? I think, yeah. yeah, I think it, I think it doesn't matter. I think they should be, they, sh- they should just be transparent with everything with the donor so people know because it's every, it's each, it's each, it's each to their own. Everybody got their own choice in it. I should know what I want to support if I'm coming to rallies, if I'm helping out with the organization, if I'm donating the money. Mm. That's something that I'm associated with. I should know, I should know what I'm getting myself into, and then I have the choice to say to myself, well, do I want to be associated with this anymore? You know what I'm trying to say? Because I could easily take my time and my effort, my money somewhere else. I don't have to just stop doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? That's what you don't want to do over there. That's fine. If I don't want to be associated with this, I don't have to be. Mm-hmm. I can go over here somewhere that I'm more aligned with and do what I'm doing. Because knowledge is power, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If you don't give me the information, I don't know what I don't know nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree yeah. with them like being transparent about the donors, but I don't know that I'm against certain people donating to the money. Because all it is is that you're mm-hmm. just you're donating money to us and we're gonna use the money for good. Agenda though. So if I, if you no, but that's the thing though. Mm-hmm. With the donations, they need that it cannot be a case where they this why transparency is good. Mm-hmm. So we know who's donating the money. However, though, with you donating, there is no perks of you donating. That we're making it clear to you that it's different to a presidential campaign. A presidential campaign is different. <laughs> if you're so. donating for Black Lives Matter, yeah, you are do- donating money because you want to further this cause. We are not going to use this cause, and mm-hmm. this is what needs to be made clear to donors that yeah. we're not using this cause to further whatever personal agenda that you have. So you, you, if you don't don't typically like black people, but you decide you want to send a million pounds over, I will be taking that million pounds. But don't think because we're taking a million pounds, we're going to be asking for favors. I feel like that needs to be made clear early. I don't think that every donation ends up is is a political thing. Ends up being political. In political campaigns, yes, of course, that's the case because they donate so that at some point you can do them a favor. Mm-hmm. But it needs to be a thing where this is why there needs to be more than one person. It needs mm. to be made clear that just because you're donating money, mm. just we're not here to service you. You are donating to this cause. So what it appears to is you get benefits from saying that you are for the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's so, so what you're saying is just because I'm not sure if I'm, so basically, I say there's a company, a big massive company supporting. Yeah. Donating to Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And you're here, you work with Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. and it's all black issues, and they're giving a lot of money, and it's cool. You're happy with that, taking their money. Yeah. Regardless of what this this company do, imagine they're create, causing heinous acts towards another group of people that's got nothing to do with you. It's not your plight or whatever, but this is something that they're actively doing. Your calls is just letting them just and you because essentially you've got the association with them by a proxy. Like you, you're no, you're, you're kind of co-signing it. But that's the thing, though. I don't see as that. I see them as they've got association with us. Because okay. when I think about it, a lot of businesses, they use... When Black Lives Matter was... When the whole protest stuff was happening, a lot of these brands and whatever were working with black creatives, blah, 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 blah like black... Everything black. Mm-hmm. Because it made them look good. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make me look any kind of way, mm-hmm. except it makes... You, this helps your PR. So if you're antagonizing another group of people or whatever it is that you're doing... Yeah, so why would you want to help their PR? good... No, but that that happened. That's that's not my problem. Respectfully, it's not my, that is not my issue. Because every a lot of companies and a lot of people are associated with some form of evil and whatnot. And if we decide that we are going to be standing up for this, we're not going to make any damn money. Mm. That's 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 it. There's a there's corruption in every single area of society. Mm. So yes, what you're doing is that. And obviously, there might be certain people where it's like, okay, yeah, what you you the evil you people are doing, that's way too far. But I'm not opposed to collecting oppressors' monies. 
I'm opposed to it. Because it, what it does, it makes them look good. Like, a lot of companies, they felt good to be like, yeah, you know, and we're very pro Black Lives Matter, and this is our stats. We've got we've got black people in our in our executive positions and whatever else and whatever else. It makes they're associated with us. I'm not associated with you, and neither am I co-signing with you because I'm a charity, and I'm a charity of a of a group that keep on of a minority group. It looks as though you are trying to make amends mm. by donating to us, mm. and I will be here, arms and hands and everything out to collect said money. Thank you very much. Fair enough. Y'all don't get me on the board. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, one last thing. Yeah. Let's just say there was something out there where, um, you know, like how boxers have to sign up to, they don't have to, but they can voluntarily sign up to like VADA, for example, for PED, drug testing, for example, oh, yeah, just yeah. to make sure they ain't cheating. Mm -hmm. If there was some type of board, um, there probably is, yeah, but I don't know the name, right? Some, board, some type of board in the UK that makes sure that they maybe send equivalent of a secret shopper into every organization to make sure that oh, yeah, untoward yeah. things are not occurring. And your organization that you support doesn't want to sign up to this. Would you see that as a red flag? Or would you see that as, you know what? Why should they have to? This is uh, a white country. They may not necessarily have to understand why we do certain things. The cultural differences are there, things of that nature. Or would you expect them to not? No, you're a charity at the end of the day. You want to make sure nothing untoward is happening. Sign up. It's definitely a red flag. It's definitely a red flag. One hundred percent. Because we're getting. Remember, we are we are running on transparency. This is transparency one hundred and one. And here you are. They they want to be transparent. No, I think if you are hiding something. If though. Yeah, I'm not. So we said though. If we're hiding something. Yeah, but that's just English. I don't. I didn't actually. But you know what I mean. Like, what if we're not hiding it? Yeah, but can't say what if we're not. Because if you're not, you have no issue with signing up. Exactly. <laughs> the people that do a, oh, I'm not hiding anything, but I still don't want to come in. Bro, you're hiding something. Be my <laughs> no, if you, if you are really, if you know that the way you lot are dealing with the funds, mm -hmm. you're dealing with everything, everything is nice and clean. Yeah. You will have no problem because you know that it's going to make people, it's going to garner you more respect. Yeah, it's easy to stand no? there and, 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 and take that stance, but you're, you're missing the main point that, mm. that no one ain't trying this to oppress you or whatever, or do these things it. or control you or be all up in your business. This organization is just set up in the name of fairness. So everything's yeah. fair and good, exactly. and you're trying to create, make it a problem. Mm. You're running sacks. Don't, don't like. It's always funny if we do that. Then <laughs> I'm not had anything, but I don't want you to. Okay. I shouldn't oh, have to tell you. I shouldn't have to tell you. No, you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to, but you should be willing to because you're not hiding anything. <laughs> because there's people out there that are doing yeah. bad, and and this organization set up here to keep everybody thinking. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. It would be like with, with the boxers. Why wouldn't you want to? Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? That to yeah. sign up to the thingy drug test if you're not taking drugs. drugs yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, you, you stick my word not, for it. That's not saying nothing negative <laughs> against me. It's like, yeah, I'm straight. Mm. Check me anytime you want. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're, do, you're not just doing this to me. You're doing this to everybody exactly. in the name of fairness against people that I'm going to be fighting up against too. Exactly. That I need to make sure I know that they're not taking drugs. This shouldn't be an issue for nobody. Mm. Yeah, show me your Unless. Phone, Huh? Show me your phone. And I ain't showing no on my phone. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a certain level of privacy you want. Yeah, man. That's all, that's all bollocks, man. That's what, all what, bollocks. What, what about when social workers go to um, people's homes and mm. they don't necessarily understand the culture and they may see certain things as trigger warning abuse, but really it's just the way we discipline our kids, the I way we talk to our kids. And, huh? No, I'm a bit of abuse. A lot of abuse. Some of it may be, right? But some things just may not be. And because of that cultural difference, right, sometimes you need another black person in the social working environment to then be like, look, look guys, 
I understand what's going on. This is my culture. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Where there's no one who represents black people or Asian people or other minorities in that watchdog organization that you expect me to sign up to. Yeah, but that's different in the name of diversity because of the country yeah. that we live in. Like mm. you need people that understand differences and different that's cultures right. and stuff like that. So we're in, in that scenario, that mm -hmm. would probably be a bit, that would be a bit different. I can understand why you wouldn't want to sign up to that thing and be judged no, by all these white people, middle class people who don't understand nothing because yeah. then you're not going to start telling me things nah, that ain't true. Nah, nah. Mm. Sorry, I don't agree with that because for Black Lives Matter, yeah, mm. this is the example, right? Black Lives Matter organization. Mm -hmm. It is literally a charity group for whatever, I don't know what umbrella that comes under. You don't need to be black, white, his, you can be whatever race you, you need to be mm -hmm. to understand that this charity is doing what charity is meant to be doing. Mm -hmm. There's no black issues that they're going to come in on and not understand. That I can't think right in here, I can't think of anything that Black Lives Matter organization will be doing that you need to be black to understand. That's true. You're spending, are you spending the money properly? Are you doing this? Are you working on the things, the goals, the goals and the, whatever you told your people you're going to work on? Mm. Are you working on those? Yes, you are. You don't need to be black to understand that. Yeah, you but, don't need diversity in the spectators for it to be clear that you're spending, for, for, you to, for it to be clear that you're doing what you're meant to be doing as a charity. No, but they just, they just might be, obviously we're not in a charity, so we may not know, you know what I mean, some of the intricate things that may be misconstrued, you know what I'm saying? So it's hard for us to think of off the top of our head. But there may be some things out there where they're kind of cultural, you know what I'm saying? And but I would like to know culture, what that is though. There's nothing yeah, yeah. I can think of as a charity mm. that will be cultural because again, what we're asking for transparency of mm -hmm. is not what is not... It's not food, it's not language, it's not anything that is associated with culture. Mm -hmm. It is actual, there's tick boxes that you're meant to be ticking. There's things that you're meant, there's goals you're meant to be achieving, there's things you should be pouring into and whatnot. Like, mm -hmm. And it's a Black Lives Matter movement. So whoever comes in is aware mm. that this is going to focus on black matters, black issues. Mm. I don't think, there's no reason, like I don't think you need a black person to be the one to come in to inspect this black situation. Mm. Even with black businesses, you're not going to need a black person to come in. Like, no. Okay, this might not be the best example. It's just come to me now. Imagine one arm of the organization is saying, look, guys, we know how the police treat us in our in our environments. Mm -hmm. Especially uh, black, black Lives Matter were always about defund the police. Right? Mm. We heard this every, yeah. every single time. Imagine now, again, uh, I'm just using BLM because we're talking about it, right? This might this is not an accurate um, example. I'm just thinking about it. But... um. Let's just say they're now pushing to the people that they're assisting, right? Um, in their work on the everyday. Um, you know what? Don't necessarily talk to the police as much. Let's learn to handle situations in that environment alone and things of that nature, right? Vigilantism. <laughs> this is what you're talking about. No, no, no not necessarily. <laughs> no, can't not, say, can't. not like that, but more so like <laughs> more so like we know that the police may have an agenda. They may treat our people wrong. Mm. They may not give us fair trials. They may not, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Let's learn to if we can sit down with the elders in our community to hash out certain things, you know what I'm saying? Rather than letting them escalate and the police get involved, things of that nature. Someone may come in and say, wait a minute, why don't you rely on um, the police that are trained, that are this, that are that, and you know what I'm saying, that we put our tax um, money towards and pay their salaries and things of that nature. Why are you calling to defund the police? Why are you talking about not uh, um, sitting down and talking with police and being open with police? They may say that as, wait a minute, this is an organization that we need to report potentially to the government. MI5 and six start looking at them. You know what I'm saying? So the organization itself may say, you know what, I don't want to be put forward to this. We don't want that type of scrutiny from the government because it could mess up the good work that we have in mind. 
when it. I think of someone coming to Tarragon. No, in that hypothetical scenario, I can see mm. how you, you try to use it. And But again, it's tough for me because I don't agree with defunding the police. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how much the sitting down and talking is going to do, but they do. there needs to be some kind of re- Education, you mm. know what I'm trying to say? That like the problems that are there are systematic and deep rooted and been there and been there forever. So I don't know if to, I don't know what changes or whatever, but I don't agree with defunding them and take or taking them away because mm. if you like without the police, there'll be anarchy. Yeah. So if, it's it's yeah. a crazy it's a crazy it's a stupid concept to me because as much as they do bad and they're not for our people and whatnot and whatnot, they are necessary evil mm. in society. Like you know what I'm trying to say? Like if there was no police, people would just be doing what they want, mm-hmm. and then you're not. That's everybody, like black people, white people, whatever. You you get way more problems mm-hmm. without them. You know what I'm trying to say? So I can't think with that stance. I'd still, I'd probably be on the side of the people coming in saying like, <laughs> shut this down. Yeah, mm. <laughs> shut this down. Yeah. We talk about defund, please. Yeah. We need please. You but the thing me? is, like, when I think about someone coming to like, like a secret shop or like, inspecting that, inspecting this charity, mm-hmm. I don't see them as, I don't see that as someone who has to understand what the charity is for and what charity is fighting towards. Like, mm. that's not how I'm seeing it. Because say, for example, when secret shoppers go to Sainsbury's, mm. they don't get upset that they're not selling, what's it called, Tesco products. Mm. When you have um, food criti- food rev- critics going to, or inspectors, health inspectors, mm-hmm. going to restaurants, they don't go to a Chinese restaurant and be upset that they're not selling, selling bangers and mash. Like, mm. So that's how I see that. Okay. Someone coming in there saying, oh, these are the policies. This looks a bit extreme, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not what this person's role will be. Mm-hmm. This is all part of the transparency to ensure that this charity is actually a charity mm-hmm. and not a Ponzi scheme where it's okay, someone that's doing it for like their personal gain. Mm. That's what they'll be doing. Do you get what I mean? And, okay, it's okay. more yeah, it's more about how the charity is running. Mm-hmm. But you can't really have someone come and inspect what the charity stands for mm-hmm. unless no, they could unless actually because they could no because they could but they could you could see a manifesto and one and be like okay mm-hmm. this is what they're doing and well they're staying true to that because they said Black Lives Matter and they're fighting against police brutality and this is one of their ways but you're not coming in to inspect that when people are going into establishments mm-hmm. to do health codes and to see if there's any violations it's not a violation of the ideas that's being brought forth it's a, it's a violation of how things are being run mm. so that's how I see someone a member of the public or whatever um, scheme the government's got going on to check that charities are actually charities mm. it's more on a on a protecting people, protecting investors or protecting the donors, and um, yeah, it's more of a financial thing mm. than you know than checking the agenda. Yeah, yeah, checking if you if we align with your agendas, because mm. that makes it that makes it messy. True, true. I guess it's just you know how we can sometimes get a bit paranoid, where it's like, cool, yes, you're just here to check the funds, yeah. But when you didn't hear about how we talk flippantly, because this is how we talk as people, right? Yeah, about certain things, it may. A red flag, and they may report us here and start surveying. Yeah, but if we're doing a great job, the community will rally behind us, and they won't won't get shut down that way. Okay, I hear you. That's really it. But there definitely needs to be transparency when it comes to charities and all these things. Mm -hmm. There needs to be transparency. My church does that. Mm. They send us financial records every year, every few months, or something like that. I never open email, but it's there. (laughs) It's still there. Do you know what I mean? It's still there. So Mm. it's what needs to happen if you're going to be in that position where people are putting their hard-earned money or even supporting your cause or whatnot. You've got to be transparent. Yeah. Yeah. That's what uh, happens. Makes sense to me. All right, okay. guys. I think we can move on from there, man. All right. Let's get into before, our next headlines. Before we move on, Emmanuel, there was um, somebody in the community who asked for book recommendations about um, Tom. Is it Thomas Sankara? Yes. The great Thomas Sankara. The great, sorry, Thomas Sankara. <laughs> <laughs> his name, his first name, great. The. Might as well. All oh, right. <laughs> the. 
Um, That's his pronouns, isn't it? The great. There's a book. There's a book called um, Thomas Sankara Speaks. Yeah, um, it's, it's kind of it's kind of thick, and I basically it's basically all his like speeches and stuff like that. So you can get to fully know what he was about and all that type of stuff. There's another book. This is a bit more thinner, and this is about I can't remember what it's called, but it's something to do with the women's revolution. So basically, it's him bigging up all the women and talking about how we need to provide support and push for women's liberation. That's the book. Yeah, Tom Sankara Speaks. That book, that's a sick book. But um, the, the Women's Revolution one is, um, yeah, it's a shorter book. And basically just talking about how he was trying to big up the women in the country and, and, and put certain laws in place to support women and also how to get women on board because he fully believed that no revolution would be successful without black women. You know what I'm saying? So that book is sick as well. It's an it's a easy reading kind of smaller book. Is yeah. this here? Yes, that's the one. What's it called? Women's Liberation yes, and the, the African's Freedom yeah, Struggle. Yeah. yeah, those two books. You see that other book as well, top right, in green? That book is good as well. Well, I heard that book as well. I've not read this book. But um, they, they do like um, other leaders, this, this particular brand. They do other leaders as well. So they got one of Samora Michelle and, and stuff like that, Patrice Lumumba and stuff. But I've not read that book, so I don't know. But I, th I think it's meant to be good anyway. But yeah. And the last link is here. All right, so I've put... Well, I can't put the last link in because it's too long. But I'll put it in the description of the video. Cool. Anybody else listening on Spotify and all that? Man who likes to basically speak to you all too. All right, cool. Thank you very much. All right, cool. All right. All right, next headlines then. Um, Maggie asks a question: Will you allow the government to interfere with the new black? The new black is going to have uh, a seat at the table, so we will be dealing with the government, God willing. Amen. I mean, however else you say it differently. That's very <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but um, the trick is to get more than they look to to take. So Emmanuel's going to be also at the table. Well, also Esther, she's going to be a director, oh. essentially. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you ask for that? So you can... Get all the monies. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> get my pretty manicures and all my nice stuff. Of course. When you say sit at the top of the table, do you mean like a place in parliament? What we're looking to create is a... a TMB block. parliament, yeah. So 100% we'll be able to um, lobby government because we'd have the power. Yes. That's right. right. Watch. Yeah, I was going to say something, I can't even say on there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't want to apologise. <laughs> I was, you know me, I was accepting shit. <laughs> and apologize for God's work, obviously. All right. Um, so, our next headline, right? The US and Israel are exploring options for the future of the Gaza Strip, including the possibility of a multinational force that may involve American troops if Israeli forces succeed in ousting Hamas. Uh, people said the conversations have been impelled by a sense of urgency to come up with a plan for the future of Gaza now that a grand invasion has begun. A second option would establish a peacekeeping force modelled on one that oversees the 1979 Egypt-Israel peace treaty, while a third option would see Gaza put under temporary United Nations oversight. So this is what the people are, are thinking about right now, right? 
People who asked not to be identified discussing the sensitive matter underscore that the conversations are still at an early stage and much could change. Some US officials consider the options premature or unlikely, but Secretary of State Antony Blinken alluded to the challenge on Tuesday when, he's when he told a Senate panel that the US is examining a range of options for the future of Gaza. So when he was speaking to the Senate Appropriations Committee, he said, we can't have a reversion to the status quo with Hamas running Gaza. We also can't have, and the Israelis start with this proposition themselves, Israel running or controlling Gaza. All three options hold political peril for President Joe Biden and for other nations, including Gulf states, not to mention Israel. Biden believes that putting even a small contingent of American troops in harm's way could prove politically risky, according to a person who was familiar with his thinking. Ultimately, Biden and other U.S. officials say that an endpoint that involves the sovereign Palestinian state is necessary, but exactly how to reach the outcome has barely featured in discussions, either public or private. And Israel says its military operation could last months and will result in a buffer zone around Gaza. U.S. officials have suggested that the Palestinian Authority should be one part of a longer-term solution. At some point, that would make the most sense. Um, sorry, at some point, what would make the most sense would be for an effective and revitalized Palestinian Authority to have governance and ultimately security responsibility for, for Gaza. It's what Anthony Blinken was saying. And he also added that whether you can get there in one step is a different question or a big question. Our next headline um, is, in a resolute stance that reverberates across Belgium, the nation's major trade unions, CNE, UBT, and SETCA, have drawn a bold line in the sand of international conflict. So these people are doing something in Belgium, right? With a collective voice reaching over 3 million members, they have announced their refusal to assist in the transportation of weapons to Israel, citing the ongoing crisis in Gaza and a perceived governmental hypocrisy as the catalyst for their decisions. The union's refusal to, is more than a political statement. It's a profound act of defiance, a refusal to contribute to a cycle of violence that they regard as tantamount to genocide. They have called on their members to cease supporting flights that transport military equipment to Israel and Palestine, demanding an immediate ceasefire and greater consistency from the Belgian government. See the difference between these people and people in this country. The unions, however, argue that this, urge, sorry, this surge in air traffic masks a grim reality. Because apparently Liege Airport, which is one of Belgium's major cargo hubs, has reported an increase in cargo flights to Israel. Imagine. They point to accounts from employees who have witnessed weapons being transported from the United States to Tel Aviv via Liege Airport. By loading and unloading these weapons, they argue contributors are indirectly complicit in the killing of innocent people. The crisis of conscience facing Belgium's trade unions is not unique. Around the world, nations are grappling with the ethical implications of their involvement in the conflict. In Switzerland, the par parliament has rejected an exemption for the transfer of arms to Ukraine, citing the country's neutral stance and opposition to supporting nations involved in acts of war. By refusing to participate in the transportation of military equipment, Belgium's trade unions are making a powerful statement about the role of labor organizations in shaping the ethical landscape of international trade. They're demanding a tra transparency from the Belgian government and calling for a consistent stance on arms deliveries. Their commitment to peace and justice stands as a beacon for unions worldwide, highlighting the potential for collective labor action to effect change on a global scale. And our last headline, also linked to this conflict, and the director of human rights um, in the UN, who is a top UN official by the name of Craig Muckerberg, um, accuses the US, the UK, and much of Europe as wholly complicit in the horrific assaults, right, in, in Gaza. 
of Palestinian civilians. The director of the New York office of the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights has left his post, protesting that the UN is failing in its duty to prevent what he categorizes as genocide of Palestinian civilians in Gaza under Israeli bombardment. Mokiba wrote on the 28th of October to the UN High Commissioner in Geneva, Volk, Volkers Turk, saying, this will be my last communication to you in his role in New York. He said that the UN had failed to prevent previous genocides against the Tutsis in Rwanda, against Muslims in Bosnia, against the Yazidis in the Iraqi um, Kurdistan, and the Rohingya in Myanmar. And he wrote that, High Commissioner, we are failing again. The outgoing director's departure letter did not mention the 7th of October attack by Hamas on southern Israel, killing more than 1,400 people and taking 240 hostages. Even more contentiously, his letter calls for the effective end to the state of Israel. So obviously this guy is very, you know what I'm saying, open about how he feels about Palestine, right? But this particular man, he's, been, he's worked for the UN since 1992, serving in a number of increasingly prominent roles. He led the High Commissioner's work on devising um, a human rights-based approach to development, and he acted as a senior human rights advisor in Palestine, in Afghanistan, and even in Sudan as well. In his role as director of the New York Office of the High Commissioner for Human Rights, he has come under occasional fire from pro-Israeli groups for his comments on social media. He was criticized for posting support of the boycott, divest, sanctions, BDS movement, basically what um, Ramsey was speaking about when he came here last as well. And he accused um, Israel of apartheid. Journalists and academics begin, sorry, began posting the letters content on Twitter on uh, Tuesday afternoon. And yeah, the man's left. So it seems like even within the UN, all over the place, everyone's pro-Palestine, man, long story short. But that's it for the headlines. It's time to pay the bills. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Nice, it's getting some word and road. Sorry, y'all, just commented on Gina's post. Okay, I thought this story was so funny, yeah. Just, it's so funny and just so silly. And I like funny people. I like funny men. So, oh, why is my iPad frozen? Hold on. So basically, Robert De Niro has been taken to court by his... Um, he's the man's 80 years old, you know? Wow. 80 years old. And he just had a kid the other day. I reported mm -hmm. on Word and Road. Congrats. Yeah. To the people that... Anyway, do you know how congrats is a girl, innit? You never really slept with him. Anyway. <laughs> my page is taking forever to load. Sorry about this. But basically, he's been taken to court by his old assistant and whatnot, yeah? And she's basically... It's about um, gendered mistreatment. Oh. Saying that he's mis misogynistic and also like he was just mean and horrible to her. But you know what's so funny? This is I don't really care about this sort of story, I'll be real with you. But what I found funny was basically he's in court to say that he is not mean and he is not horrible to her, blah blah. Do you know what he does? What? He shouted at her while he was on the stand. <laughs> <laughs> he shouted while he was being questioned. <laughs> But you see what I'm saying? He shouted at her. Then he was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you see old men, yeah, they're just so grumpy. 
Because basically, she oh, also man. says about that one time he made her rub his back. <laughs> and he was like, I need to do that twice. <laughs> <laughs> he basically just says she's a spoiled brat. He oh, shouted man. in front of the jury that he wants to dismiss the case. And he shouted at her that she's just a spoiled brat. And he was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold tight him anyway. He's just, he's doing what he's doing, man. I just thought that was, it just, that made me laugh so much. But um, yeah, sad news. Well, nah, I don't know if it's sad. I just think people get the day that they deserve. But I will tell you about the story. Basically, a, a kill, is it a kill or a kill? A kill, A kill, isn't it? Yeah. From Weston. Basically been arrested on his way back, quite a long story short, on his way back to prison again. So he was, um, he went to prison in 2017 um, and a lot of people just found out the reasons why. So it was, it was to do with, um, what's it called? What is it when you, not a home invasion, a robbery. Why don't you call it really, really what it is? I guess it was a robbery kind of thing. And um, he punched this grandma in her mouth. Oh. She lost a tooth, she was 60 years old. Um, so that's why he got charged the last time when he went when he was away for so long, and he's been out for I think two years, two three years now, um, and now yeah. So basically, he was found, and the police stopped him and his friend, and um, he was found with firearms. Well, he was found with a pistol and ammunition, and from what I'm understanding, is that it's like, I don't know. I think there's like a number of years you get for actually having a gun, and then per bullet is like a year basically. It's just sad, man, because it's just sad, man. And obviously, it's a lot of the sentiment of you can't really help everybody because Western are Western do what they're doing. Western are always on some tour, traveling somewhere, because I follow their manager and whatnot, that they're always doing something because they're successful. Like, I have all the time of day for Western. And it's like, kind of life gave you a second chance to come out and do something sensible. And now here you are again. But... People are not really... The sentiment, the word on road, people aren't really feeling that. Sorry for him. Some people are mean, though. People are like, ah, oh, to be fair, Louis and Halle are fine. Like, you know, they, they were killing it when he was he was away and stuff. And people were like, somebody's in the camp trying to, was trying to get him away anyway. But yeah, so yeah, he's, he's facing up to 13 years from what I understand. So mm. that's the time. That's the time and a half. But this, I absolutely love. So Northwest did an interview. Do you know what? You know Kanye's kids are proper like Kanye's kids. Like Kim will never be able to escape Kanye. The other day, she was, they were coming out of a car, yeah, her and the other kids. And um, I think it's Saint. I think it's Saint. He basically came out of the car and gave the paparazzi the middle finger. I said, these are Kanye's kids. <laughs> these are, these kids. And she was like, oh, stop that, stop that. It's just so funny. But North basically had an interview um, with... Um, ID with Vice basically and I thought it was really really cool it was really really cool and it was just really really sweet and so like just innocent I think sometimes a lot of times celebrity kids are robbed of their innocence of being kids and you can just tell sis she's just a child man but she's also Kanye's child I'm going to read out little bits of it that's just so cute but so she was asked what her favourite song is right now and she said Through the Wire mm. by her dad how cute and they asked her, do you like singing? Do you like performing? And she said, yeah, I like singing. Performing is my favorite. Um, and she said, do you think you get that from your family? And she said, sometimes, mostly from me, though. It's Kanye. That is Kanye. <laughs> so then, then a little bit from my dad, a little bit of my dad, she said. Um, they said, what's your favorite outfit? She said, vintage T-shirts and spider sweats. Um, she said, what item of clothing would you like to have that you don't have yet? 
She said, my mom's clothes and my dad's clothes, if they fit me. We're going to, remember that. I'm going to come back to that one. They said, who's your style icon? She said, me. Mm-hmm. She, I love that for her. Um, what else was there? Do you like do you like having your pictures taken? I don't know if you guys remember, when she was really, really young, her first viral video of her was her telling paparazzi, no more, no pictures, please. Like, <laughs> no more pictures. But they asked her, do you like having your picture taken? And she said, yes, only when I want to, because, ugh. I don't want to sometimes, but not by the paparazzi. So she's been consistent since she was a kid, man. Must have been three at the time she did that. Um, and this was cute. She said, what's, your, what's the best fashion show you've ever been to? And she said, my little sister's fashion show in her closet. How cute. If you were an animal, what would you be? She said, I want to be a mosquito because I'm allergic to them and I can tell them all to leave me alone. Sounds like a smart kid to me, if you ask me. Um, if you could meet any person, who would it be? Tupac. Mm. In the Hollywood circles... To be fair though, Jaden Smith is family friends with them. Okay. Maybe Jada. Mm-hmm. Jada got into, in, into yeah into Northie's ears. She must have. Um, where is there something about? Oh yeah, she and she says she enjoys what's it called? She enjoys shopping for other people and basketball as well. But basketball is more a lifestyle for her. So this is what I loved. Yes, yeah. she said, um, "What do you want to be when you're older?" She said, "A basketball player, a rapper." Um, well, when I was seven, I wanted to be a boxer. But now I don't want to be a boxer. I'm going to do art on the side when I'm like 13. When I'm 13, I want to walk dogs to make money to buy art supplies because everything around here is so expensive. <laughs> then she says, so a rapper, a basketball player, and I'm going to make artwork that I sell. Also, one day I want to own Yeezy and Skims okay. and I want to be a business owner. Okay, Love that for her. What demographic is this for? Women like, in who? business. I don't know. Like, who, wants, who cares? Well, like, I'm, I mean, I'm here. No, but to be I'm but, doing it because I had. Yeah, but I'm saying like the in, who's the interview for? Yeah, because them kids. She's 13 though. Her friends should be reading by now. Oh, so it's for kids maybe because I don't know. This is vice. I, I'm just, like celebrity kids, and I get it. And when your parents are so famous, you're gonna yeah. grow up in the public eye and stuff like that. This it's different, isn't it? It's hard to to escape it. So maybe they're just leaning into it and embracing it. But like, what? Like, why do you want to interview Northwest? Do you know what? That I I feel like with North. She, from what her parents have talked about her, she's very creative. Okay. So I think she's going to be one of those celebrity kids that starts doing things from early. Okay. Because she does a lot of painting and stuff like that. So I reckon that... Well, she got the platform there, so I'll use it, I suppose. This is it. But I also like the fact that the, how they're raising them where our, your parents are rich, but doesn't mean that you're not going to work kind of thing. Because mm. the fact this is talking about when she's, th- when she's 13... No, she's not 13 yet. I don't know how old she is now, but the fact this is talking about when she's 13, she's going to walk dogs... So she can afford art supplies because everything's expensive in, where did they live again? Um, Calabasas, something like that. But the hustler's mentality. This is it. But Kim has said in interviews as well that when she was 16, she started working. And when her kids are 16, they're going to get part-time jobs. I love that for them because you got to raise them right, man. 100%. Discipline. 100%. Um, <clears throat> I'm not sure if it is that you were serious about a question who would be interested in this interview, right? But how about Drake's child? Who the hell wants to yeah. see Drake's? Who gives a shit about Drake's child? He was on his What's album. his name again? Adonis. Huh? He was on his album. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Again, the people, celebrity culture. I don't. I, you know what I mean. There I don't buy. Go. I don't buy into a lot of this stuff. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't talk, take no place, no stock in none of this crap. Yeah, but if it's ad, like adults shouldn't be caring about Drake's do. child or yeah. or Kanye's child or Jay Z's child. Every every single aspect of their life, they care about it. If you want to see them, if they put if they prance them around in videos and use them and make them yeah. do little skits on albums and things and bring them out on stage and ah oh, it's cute all right fine the parents enabled that whatever why would you want to go and see or read an interview the sit down interview with 
any of these people's babies. Like, who the hell cares? That. I wasn't joking about that. Beyonce, no way. Beyonce's daughter. How many people would watch that? I don't know. But that's thing we'll be subjected to that. I don't because know why no one remember cares. Remember when, when the Renaissance store started, I said, I'll be honest with you, I didn't want to see Blue Ivy on stage. But it was, it's been beautiful actually seeing her blossom because she got a lot more confident and da 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 da. But, but I think she wants to go into all that kind of stuff as well. Again, their parents when are superstars, you get me? Yeah. So they've got a different life. They've got a platform there. They've got a stage. Yeah. Use it. Beyonce bringing Blue out on the tour mm-hmm. and making her dance and all that. That's the parents enabling and facilitating that kind of behavior, yeah. and that could, I could, that's there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. This has her mom, that's her kid. That's what you want to do. You're yeah, paving the way for her, for greatness. That's different. I still wouldn't give a shit about no sit down interview Ooh. in Blue Ivy, and well, I don't understand why though? anybody would. I hear that. Yeah, but a lot of people would. No, I'm sure they would. But I was just asking who. I was, trying to, I'm trying to, I, was, I was asking who. Everybody who's it's interested adults. in that the adults life. And that's what's interesting because when you think about it, yeah, ideally it should be North. So she, uh, she's 10, 10 years old. It should be her age mates that care about it, but her age mates don't know that Beyonce, Kim Kardashian, they, you mean they don't know who these people are. Mm. So yeah, Brent Spratt, it ends up being the grown ass adults who plan to have their kids worrying about someone else's kids. Yeah, they're worried about all their own things. And they're like, I wanna have my child do the same thing, go the same path. I'm sure you do. I'll be honest your with you. child, you're not, <laughs> anyway. You don't want your child plotting and scheming to take over your business. They might get you out sooner than you think. Yeah, you don't want that. That's the whole insurance fraud that goes on over there. <laughs> you don't want that. But no, man, big up Northwest, man. And their parents raising their right. I think it's it's nice, though, to see some some like celebrity kids being raised with the right principles of life and stuff like that. I think it's very, very important, especially in the world they live in. Because when you look at them Disney stars, the Disney kids, a lot of them, Di- Britney was one, um, what's it called? Orlando, Orlando Brown was one, like... Ravens, where Ravens are right now, but she had a time. Um, Jeremy, there's a lot of them that just, America and Ashley, mm. psh, they look like what they've been through in the industry. Do you get what I mean? So <laughs> a lot of it, it's nice to just see, you know, kids being raised normal and just having their innocence and stuff like that. So, and I guess for the people who are influenced by stuff like this, I guess it will influence how they raise their kids. We live in a very funny world. Very interesting world we live in. But anyways, remember they don't do nothing. It's not like they put them. They put them to work. Like mm-hmm. Jaden, uh, Jaden Smith. He was he a was karate acting, kid. He was a cry. He was acting from time. He was so working. you sit down and interview this kid because he's an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do you feel yeah. what I'm trying to say? He's not yeah. just a man dude. He's doing something. Yeah, that's true actually. So I would get it. These little youths, they're not doing nothing. Yeah, they don't do nothing. Yeah, no, no, for just minding business. You know what I'm saying? Like, living the best TikTok life. If she was working as a baby, oh, they you don't put her to work in the field. Then. You don't want to see a TikTok then. Oh no, it's the last thing I've ever seen. people on there, but I mean, like, if you think people reading the interview or caring for the interview is weird, it's people in her TikTok, like, and they're like, "Oh, ask your mommy this, ask your mommy that." Yeah, these people are actually infatuated with the celebrities. Proper, though, it's there scary, whole, man. There is I mean, a whole, yeah, I suppose there's. Lots I mean, stuff that's scary because that's how you because you there's no. It becomes a swamp situation where someone's too obsessive, and it's just weird now. Yeah, it's mad. But it's the world we live in as well, to be fair. Because really and truly, celebrity stuff as well, even as an adult, you, one shouldn't really be carrying on their head like that. But literally, if Beyonce sneezes, there's a bunch of people that are literally shaking in their boots, hoping they catch a cold from her. Anyway, that's all from me. Nice and short and sweet. Let's get into people's journal. Uh, 
All right, people, welcome to the People's Journal, where I give you the news from an economics point of view. First thing I want to mention, yeah, is remember before we were talking about all the strikes um, to do with the railway and, and things of that nature? Oh, yes. And, you know, everyone kind of petitioning for, well, not petitioning, but they're striking so they can keep um, their jobs and mm -hmm. have favorable conditions, right? One of the things that they were kind of striking against at a certain time, anyway, yeah. um, earlier in the strike, was against the closure of ticket offices. Remember? about how the government basically decided that all ticket offices are going to be closed. Oh, yeah, okay. And I think you, you're starting to see it in certain places. Already, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Basically, online, the, yeah, basically the government's U-turned on that. Yep. So, it's looking like the 1,007 train stations um, that were meant to close all their ticket um, offices and things of that nature, they're going to be re uh, remaining open, man. Okay. So, yeah, the, apparently just it didn't have... Um, well, this was based on a public... Uh, uh, a more... Um, what's the word, a public consultation, right? And basically they looked at it and it looks as though the consumers are not really benefiting from those ticket offices being closed. Their whole idea was about saving costs. You know what I'm saying? Why are we keeping these offices open when people don't necessarily use them as much, but wasting money on keeping them open, the staff in there, things of that nature. People are always in the ticket offices. But yeah, yeah. But I guess more and more people are doing stuff on the apps now. They're you would do, but machines and I, I, like I get cutting costs and all that, but like, how can you... The f the, there's nothing like you can't make op options a bad thing like and taking mm. them when you take mm. them away like you make something lesser than that you know what I'm trying to say there could mm. be multiple reasons why someone can't go online or you couldn't get online or things change or whatever like to have mm. the ticket office there that you can go to and speak to a human being and, and pattern up that's a that's a positive you know what I'm trying to say like mm. I don't think anybody would have voted to get rid of them even if you don't even really use them because mm. one day so. you might need to that's right because I was on train the other day and there were these um, tourists, they're not from here, they don't live here. Mm. And they were in a pickle mm. because basically they need to get, they want to train or whatnot, they need to get to train or whatever or do something that involves trains. But mm. you know how it's all cards and whatnot mm. and there was no ticket people there and but the card wasn't working mm. and they were trying to literally come up with a plan of how it was that they can pay for this thing. And it was like mm. every single answer came back to needing a card. Because they were like, yeah, they don't take money on... I think mm -hmm. it was to do buses or something. Yeah, I think it was to do buses. Like, they don't take money on the buses, blah, blah, blah. The person was like, mm -hmm. yeah, but if I was to buy an Oyster card, I still need my card. If I was to buy a ticket, I still need my card. Mm -hmm. It was a whole thing. Yeah. But the only thing about that, because they keep marketing, telling people to come visit Buckingham Palace and whatnot. If there's nobody in ticket offices, <laughs> how are people going to know how to get around? This is true. This is true. They just, anyway, where's the money that they're saving going to go? That's what my question every damn time. That's a big question. I guess they would argue it goes to salaries. Then we could then give you more in line with inflation. Yeah. That's the argument. They'll you know say I mean? that. They'll they say lying. that. But watch how many strikes we report in January. <laughs> <laughs> well, long story short, people are happy that they're not closing it. You know what I'm saying? They've U-turned on it, right? So that's the first thing. Um, next thing, this is not good news. At the moment, it's good news because apparently the price of oil uh, per barrel is predicted to go down. Right now, it's at $90 a barrel and it is predicted to fall. However, the World Bank has come out and said, guys, Let's not get too excited. This conflict over there in the Middle East, it could push the price of a barrel up to $150. When you say oil, is that like petrol and stuff? Yeah, so it's going to translate to that, yeah. It's going to, yeah. Oil. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, man. So Vegetable oil. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, what they're saying is, um, in a worst case scenario, it could, it could be like a repeat of what happened during the Yom Kippur uh, war. So basically where Arab nations who were supporting, sorry, who were, who were against the US and those who were supporting Israel during that time, mm -hmm. they cut off all their production to those countries, their oil. 
So obviously that just made the price of oil just go up like crazy. And we've seen something similar happen during the Ukraine and Russia situation, work, which I feel like we're still, you know what I mean, experiencing the benefits of, sorry, not the benefits, the, the bloody effects of. So yeah, at the moment, nothing to be too worried about. But again, it depends on how long this war goes on and who jumps in and who gets involved and things of that nature. So, the, so like I said, um, the World Bank is predicting potentially that things could go up as long if this um, conflict continues to escalate. Hopefully it doesn't. Um, next thing I wanted to mention, and this happened yesterday, I believe, right? And this is um, uh, basically, uh, there was like a women's day off in, in Iceland. Yeah. And this is basically a strike. Excuse me, Brent? <laughs> 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 that wasn't told about this. Well, not in this country. This is no, only, this is only in, in Iceland, right? And funny enough, well, not funny, but basically the, the prime minister, right? She actually joined in. She, she, was, she was striking in Iceland saying, listen. Long... Is she true? Is she no woman? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that for her. Yeah. And they're striking basically over gender pay. Oh, lovely. Equality, you know what I'm saying? They said the gender pay gap is ridiculous. We don't need that nonsense. And this is why um, it occurred yesterday, man. So yeah, women and non-binary people were urged to refuse paid work and even unpaid work yesterday. You know what I'm saying? That prime minister sounds like me, yeah. Well, guess what? She's supposed to change no, the head of the country. Strike. She <laughs> wants to change. She's supposed to be working for the change that they're striking for. She and got involved. What? That's ridiculous. And guess what? <laughs> I'm going to do it the day after my strike. Thank you very much. As for today, mm -hmm. I'm it, We're striking to implement change. If the head of the country took off too, <laughs> striking this, too? This, not, this is pointless. This is a futile act. <laughs> the, the work's not getting done. You're not, but you know that she's doing it. <laughs> what she's telling you is that, hey, 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 it's not up to me. Mm. It's above it was up me. To me. It's above me. There's mm. The powers mm. that be mm. have got me striking too because they're never giving my terms a, a, a fair listen. She sounds like me, man. I'll strike too. <laughs> Take a day off. Yeah, man, it, it did affect, you know, healthcare and education. Absolutely. We don't need those. Women <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are the backbone of society. Maybe they get their raise, man. Apparently some preschools and primary schools were closed as well. Museums, libraries, yeah, zoos. You have it. Yeah. Shut, Shut it all down, down man. man. Shut yeah. it down. This is it, man. Shut it down. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Thomas and Carrie would approve as well, because he was always about, you know. Absolutely, he was. Elevating and edifying the women, man. So, yeah, that's cool, what happened yesterday. <laughs> Um, next thing I wanted to mention briefly is remember we spoke about ASOS the other day yes how they're trying to sell off some of their top shop stuff mm -hmm. well shares in ASOS have fallen sharply um, because it's now forecast um, it's, it's second year of um, falling sales mm -hmm. so yeah that's basically translated and their shares dropping yeah so this obviously compounds the reason why they want to maybe offload a few of their brands mm -hmm. that are not necessarily doing as well sometimes when people say they want to get rid of something but I don't see a sale happening Mm. Do you really want to get rid of it though? It's coming. It's coming. Remember they are talking about getting rid of Topshop and Top Brand and yeah, Top Man. Sorry, my my saved baskets. <laughs> Might go on ASOS today. I need some. A couple stuff. dresses I need from there. I think ASOS got seven percent off right now. Is it? Yeah. No, but they always do though. We're gonna run it up. Outlet stuff in it. Yeah, they always it's do. But no, but you know what's mad? They say because you gotta read between. It's up to. Yeah. So the thing, the shit that you want has one percent off. Yeah, or not. It's like a couple pen or nothing, yeah. or not included. <laughs> exactly. It's winter. I need some scullies and some beanies and things, some hats. But I'm waiting for that top shelf. So caps every day. I'm done with the caps now. I need some woolly yeah. hats. Yeah, man. There if you come you in here, I swear. If you come in here with a woolly hat on and shorts on, <laughs> I am going to race you <laughs> for a week straight. No, damn <laughs> well, I'm wear <laughs> woolly hat and shorts. <laughs> It's not like I got ankle socks on. That would be taking it too far. No, but I think that's. But I think it's funny that you've got ankle. You got 
Well, these are ankle ones, though. No, they're sports socks. I mean, the ones that you can't see. Yeah, yeah the invisible mm. ones. Are about. Yeah. But I think it's funny that you got this on because like, you're trying to have some kind of warmth. But you, all this warmth <laughs> could have been had if you just wore <laughs> <full> left trousers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, God. I'm going out today in the evening mm -hmm. and will not be wearing shorts. I hope not. <laughs> no, because I'm going to be outside with the wind blowing and things. Exactly. <laughs> you come, come, come around and looking ashy knees. That's not your brand, sir. No. I thought you wanted to show off your time, to be fair. To be fair, I wore shorts to ROB. Why? Were you, were you in, your co in your costume, though? I went to watch the game first, and then after the game, I went to my car, changed, and then walked to the dance. So, and then after the dance, changed back into my shorts and T-shirt. It was cold as well, actually. Mm. It's I feel like driving in a costume looks a bit it's ridiculous. I feel like you should be arrested for that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should. You can't be driving like an allergy. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, the last thing I wanted to mention is basically there's a, a hedge fund firm uh, called Ode Asset Management, OAM here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And basically, long story short, they're going to be shutting down, man. And this is because of some trigger warning here. Some sexual assault and harassment claims against the founder, Crispin, all day, right? Um, it's not much to the story. Basically, they are huge, um, or were a huge um, uh, bloody organization, a huge firm. They managed about thirteen and a half billion um, dollars at its at its peak, right? Damn. And it went down to like three point eight billion um, last year. So yeah, man, they were obviously doing well. They're huge. They're known around the world. But long story short, because of some incidents that happened between 1998 and 2021, which involved... That's a long run. Yeah, exactly. In the deviant. Mm -hmm. Which involved women who had either worked at the firm or had professional dealings with this particular guy. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's caused to a lot of nonsense. So he actually stepped down as a co-chief executive of the firm during the um, pandemic, the COVID pandemic. But he remained, obviously, a large shareholder. But in 2021, he was found not guilty in a court case in which he was accused of indecent assault, which allegedly happened in 1998. <laughs> so there's another thing to also bear in mind is yeah, he's understood to be a donor of the Tory party as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, that sounds about... Remember that time we had, <laughs> for, a, for a long time of TDA history, mm. we were just going through all them conservative yeah. leaders that were just going yeah. with boys and stuff. Mm -hmm. so, nah. Yeah, it's, it's sad, man. But yeah, um, the Financial Times, they basically, well, together with... Um, media they spoke to a number of women and they apparently spoke to 13 women to be specific um who claimed that they were abused or harassed by this man who's 64 years old yeah he's a sicko so yeah man it's just it's not looking good man so yeah long story short they're going to be shutting down as a board member i'll be fuming you know like mm. because you just because you're a sicko mm. now everything is just done yeah but big yeah. up the women though mm -hmm. but yes that's pretty much it for the people general Okay, what is Wednesday? So let's get into Wellness Wednesday. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Timon and Pumbaa, 1994. Did you know that this wonderful phrase is actually a real-life Swahili saying? Well, if you've ever come across the wildlife in Africa, you'll understand that this is their everyday lifestyle. 
If we were to entertain a man's notion that as humans, we are some sort of an animal, I would have to say we are most likely forever stressed. And for most of that part, we're stressed over things that have nothing to do with us at all. Take the elephant, for example, one of the big fives. These are creatures with tough skin and are enormous in person. They spend 22 hours eating and so they conserve a lot of their energy throughout the day. Now when you see an elephant up close, that thing is huge. However, there is something so beautiful about the strides it takes and the sheer silence it moves with for such a large land mammal, if not the largest. Whilst we all may carry a lot of weight on our shoulders, and though we believe we are made of tough skin, sometimes remind yourself that hakuna matata. When your friend has let you down and bailed on that dinner, hakuna matata. When your colleague has left you all alone and now you have an extra load of work to get through, hakuna matata. When your partner has decided to walk away, hakuna matata. Life is what you make it. So don't worry, be happy. So your partner walking away, hakuna matata is so funny. (laughs) 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 All right, lovely, thank you. Um, Let's get into our last headlines for today then. I get these likes up, people, man. You are taking liberties because even I've liked the video, so I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand what we're doing there. And there's damn near quarter of a thousand people in there. Yeah, that's, that ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't right. Can you get the likes up, please? Come Thank on, man. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. All right, so our next headline. The US President Joe Biden said on Monday that he intends to end the participation of Gabon, Niger, Uganda, and the CAR, the Central African Republic, in the African Growth and Opportunity Act. This is the AGOA um, trade program. So Biden said that he was taking a step because of gross violations of internationally recognized human rights by the CAR and Uganda. It's bloody funny, isn't it? Because internationally, mm-hmm. people are saying this, what Israel's doing is crazy. Yep. And this, this guy over here, this old guy, is just talking rubbish about Africa, like they always do. He also cited um, Niger and Gabon's failure to establish or make continual progress towards the protection of political pluralism and the rule of law. So in a letter to the Speaker of the U.S. Houses, sorry, House of Representatives, he said, uh, despite intensive engagement between the United States and the CAR, Gabon, Niger, and Uganda, these countries have failed to address the United States' concerns about their non-compliance with the AGOA eligibility criteria. Biden said that he intends to terminate the designation of these countries as beneficiaries of uh, sub-Saharan African countries um, under the AGOA, which is effective next year, January 1st, 2024. He said it will continue, continue to assess whether they meet the program's eligibility requirements. Launched in 2000, for those who don't know, AGOA, AGOA, grants exports from qualifying countries duty-free access to the U.S. market. It is set to expire in September of 2025, but discussions are already underway whether to extend it and for how long. So African governments and industry groups are pushing for an early 10-year extension without changes in order to reassure businesses and new investors who might have concerns about AGOA's future. Next headline, uh, the King, King Charles, on Tuesday expressed his sorrow over Britain's past colonial wrongdoings in a powerful speech in Kenya. So at a state banquet in Nairobi, Charles, King Charles became the first monarch to express his deepest regret for British-led atrocities. 
Remember, everyone was talking about how Queen Elizabeth never apologized. Mm. You know what I'm saying? King Charles, is, he's done something. It would be modern, to be fair, though. There you go. So he, he's expressed his deepest regret. These are his words, my deepest regret. They included Britain's repression of the Mau Mau uprising between 1952 and 1960. We saw what those people did during that time. When thousands of Kenyans were executed, they were tortured, and they were maimed in the colonial government's cruel crackdown. So again, this is our parents' generation, you know. Mm. It's, nothing's changed. But anyway... His words come amid angry calls from activists who want Britain to pay millions in compensation for its colonial legacy. A decade ago, the British government paid nearly £20 million in compensation to Kenyan victims of torture during that uprising. The Kenyan president, William Ruto, told the banquet that while there have been efforts to atone for the death, injury and suffering inflicted on Kenyan Africans by the colonial government, much remains to be done in order to achieve full reparations. The king said, in coming back to Kenya, it matters greatly to me that I should deepen my own understanding of these wrongs and that I meet some of those whose lives and communities were so grievously affected. None of this can change the past, but by addressing our history with honesty and openness, we can perhaps demonstrate the strength of our friendship today. And in so doing, we can, I hope, continue to build an ever closer bond for the years ahead. And I say for the headlines, <coughs> it's time to pay the bills. Nice, let's get into reaction. Welcome to the reaction, people. This is going to be a short one. Um, I've only got one headline to read. Um, there was football yesterday, the UEFA Women's Nations. There was an extensive list of games. There's a lot of them, so we've got them up there for you. Not going to read all of them for you, but we've got the results clearly in HD. And our only headline that we've got to read to let you know is about the Belgium and women's England's game. So the Lionesses were beaten again in the Nations League with Alex Greenwood suffering a head injury. So England's hopes of reaching the Nations League finals and the 2024 Olympics were dealt a further blow after a 3-2 defeat to Belgium um, with the match overshadowed by a head injury to Alex Greenwood. It will go down as a famous win for Belgium and another note for the Red Flames who had already beaten the Netherlands in the Nations League campaign, as well as redemption after one of defeat to the Lionesses in Leicester on Friday. Belgium went ahead after nine minutes through a fine Laura Denis free kick, which was curled around a questionable England wall. But the game was paused for 13 minutes soon after following a clash of heads between Greenwood and Jacina Blom. After careful medical attention, the England defender was stretched off, but is conscious and talking as she continues to be monitored. The Lionesses came roaring back into the tie um, in their best spell towards the end of the first half. Lucy Bronze um, flicked home a fine header before Fran Kirby put England ahead of, um, on her first international starting over a year. Belgian captain Tessa Waller scored the first of her two goals just before the break to level for the host and grabbed the vital winner from the penalty spot after Georgia Stanway was penalised for handball with five minutes of normal time remaining. England have now dropped to third place in the Nations League Group A1 with six points, one place and one point behind Belgium. The Netherlands are two points clear at the top after beating Scotland, so the girls might not make it out. We don't know. Um, tonight we've got um, some Carabao Cup action, so tomorrow we'll get into it as we always do in the day after, but I will quickly let you know what fixtures are going to be played tonight in the fourth round of the Carabao Cup. We have um, Bournemouth versus Leicester. I mean, sorry, 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 people. We have Bournemouth versus Liverpool. 
Bournemouth versus Liverpool. We've got Chelsea versus Blackburn Rovers. We've got Everton versus Burnley. Ipswich versus Fulham. Um, Man United versus Newcastle, which is probably the pick of the ties of the round. Oh, no. Arsenal playing West Ham United. Mm-hmm. I'll be going to that game. I'll be there live. So I'll give you full feedback of what we see. Hopefully, I get the result I want. Which is what? Huh? Which is what? I just want football to win. All right. <laughs> you won't get the result. I've been humble last week, were you? That's <laughs> just all about the game. We say I'll get the result I deserve, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will. Yeah, there you have it. Yeah, hopefully it's a good game. Yeah, I just I think wanna... we're going to experiment. Hmm? I think we're going to experiment a bit. Is it? Yeah, I think Is Declan going to play, do you reckon? Got to go back home. Will that be his first game back home? No, he played. you played with somebody? I think he will. He's sturdy enough. I'm so, so glad he's coming good, man. I told you so. And I remember when I was talking about a deck of rice and you were chatting rubbish in the chat. It weren't just Brent. It was in the chat talking all this nonsense about him. Oh, how the tune has changed. What did I say? You just don't, you didn't see what I saw. And what did I say? Oh, no, I'm not talking about you because you've, 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 you've... You said it wasn't just Brent chatting rubbish, so... No. I know I said I haven't been watching Declan Rice and the games are for England, I haven't seen what you were saying, but I hope... No, you've been converted. Right. That wasn't a message for you. You didn't need to stand up for them. There's a lot... Of, I don't want to call them names. I wasn't standing up for anybody. I, I heard my name being called. Okay, so I shouldn't have called your name. But there's a lot of people in the chat that was talking absolute nonsense. You get me? And they're not talking nonsense anymore. The, the, the tune has changed. It's a win-win. Huh? It's a win-win for anybody who was quote unquote chatting nonsense. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. You just big up yourself. But that's all the sports news we got today. Oh, can yes. I mention one thing? Of course you can. Uh, what's what's that guy's name? Embiid. Is it Embiid? Joel Embiid. Yes. So he's been fined, man. Is it? Yeah, he got fined for apparently using some obscene gestures, um, making obscene gestures. He was doing the Degeneration X thing. It might be that, yeah. He done like a slam dunk, and when he finished, he scored. Like, <coughs> okay, <coughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit excessive. He done like six of them or so. I'm not sure. <laughs> not six of them. <laughs> He's been fined thirty-five thousand. Is it? Yeah, man. Thirty-five racks. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah, man. Taking yeah. the fun out of the game. I'm not gonna lie. When I saw it, I did think it was a bit much mm. because obviously they could do they could do what they wanted. If they do anything antagonizing, they'll probably get texts and stuff. I don't know if we got called on it at the time. It made me think of the rule that they put in the NFL because they can't. They just try to suck the fun out of the game with the NFL. They, they, they can't really celebrate properly anymore. You get me? Mm. So when I saw him doing that, I was like, "Whoa, okay, it's a it's a lot." Mm-hmm. So some the fact that something come of it, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, thirty five grand. 35. All right, then. Well, he's an enemy anyway because he left, was it Cameroon? Yeah. He left yeah. Cameroon to go represent America. Terrible. Top, 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 top. Is he like a top, top player, though? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Did he, he, No, actually, Jokic won, but he's, has he won an MVP in the last couple of years? He might have. I oh, think yeah. He might have won last he's year's MVP. Six time All Star. Yeah, and he was named NBA MVP in 2022 23. Yeah. yeah. You dumb. <laughs> you looked up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, no, nah, Embiid's a big deal, man. He's a top mm. player. He's one of the best bigs in the league. Easy. Mm. Yeah. Top, top, top boy. Wow. But, but yeah. All right, cool. That's the end of our reaction. Let's get into Donna here. Today's, well, who I think my candidates for Donna here should be, because I've been seeing some stuff go around over the last couple of days. Was it yesterday or so? I've been, I've been checking it out. Mm. E-man's friends, man. Mm. The conservatives, man. Mm. Oh. They're just associates. Your people, them. 
have you seen some of the news coming out about um the COVID inquiries? Ah, uh, yeah, man. They got receipts. Allegedly. Not it allegedly. Could be, it could they be got AI. them. It could be AI. <laughs> <laughs> just about the way that they've handled it mm. and just about um, you know, they could have stop so many lives being lost yeah. you get me and um esther's favorite bojo yeah he's a he's just a he's, bumbling yeah, idiot isn't man it? have you seen some of the stuff he said remember we put in one of them was this one yesterday when he was talking yeah, about you know they're only gonna die anyway i see i must i must have tuned out yesterday because no i reported yesterday i, did, I didn't you hear reacted it. though your body knew <laughs> your body knew that he was a damn fool <laughs> i must have tuned out because literally i didn't know that they had it like like on wax, like you know what I'm trying to say. Like word I thought, for word, I, bar for bar. <laughs> yeah, like I thought it was just hearsay, hearsay. conjecture mm-hmm. these things. I didn't know they had it on wax. I didn't know they got proof. Now they quoted him. They quoted him. Like he, they Straight wrote, quotes. they wrote this stuff down. When you when you see quotation marks in a sentence, they said that shit. He was saying COVID is an idiot thing. It's, they're mm. doing God's work. You get mm. me? Let the old people die and the young people live. Yikes! Was when he was making that statement. Was he in the young people? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that's For a valid question. Because <laughs> those are his peers. That's what I just wanted to know. Like, was he? Because he, he must have felt safe enough to say that. He must be. He must feel he's with the young people, right? Yeah, he yeah. must do. Especially since he survived. Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah, he had it as well. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to know whether he said this before or after he had it. Because if he yeah, said this before he had it, that he means he got the day he, he deserved. <laughs> he didn't have it. No? He didn't. Remember when it is that right, he... was just on holiday. No, he was trying to dodge um, heat. Uh, yeah, so he tried to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he tried to do a whole... And he died. Mm. Thank you to the nurses in them. Mm, that's... Mm. He is actually a bumbling idiot. You know what I'm trying to say? Is. He's calling people bed blockers. He's calling COVID victims bed blockers and that. He's just really rude. But why I, I think the conservatives need to um just be done at it, but Boris is all of them as well, because that was their leader for one at the time. It's not just for that incident, but it's like they're really trying to like bring him back. That like they're trying to drum up a lot of support so he can just come and do more foolishness again. Speak to us to the mindset that like, why do they want him back, Iman? I have no idea, you know. I have, I have no idea. But you, do you know, is I, I think because he was the only one that's been elected. I believe. Oh my gosh, that's so true, you know. The only one's been elected. So yeah, was, was yeah, that was that tall one? Theresa May, was she elected? No, she took over from Cameron, mm. right? She was oh. there for time. Cameron. Yeah, it's not an official Cameron. election though, it was just keeping it like more of the same. When he went in first in the first place, mm. he wasn't elected. But then he won an election. Yeah, but I mean it's just so that, so that means he came in, you lot was happy with me, because you voted me in. Everybody else ain't been voting. Everyone's just, just you know, taking over from the last guy. You know, mm. what I mean? so I think people feel like you know what? Since he was elected, the people chose him. You know what I'm saying? It's like cool. At least we've got someone that the people like. So potentially, if he comes back, the people might still like him. Surely, after this, they got to meet yeah, this, 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 this talk. Surely, this is yeah. it, he's done that and he's done like they don't want it. Surely, he can't go back to the helm. Mm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Well, again, man, that's us guy, man. Jesus guy, because we said we said positive words about Boris on the show before, you know. Not from mm. me. I'm not sure if you. you sure Brent you weren't involved? We, we Brent is keeps telling you today. <laughs> from we me. is French. No, nah, because I remember. No, you remember in two individuals. No, name them. Name them. <laughs> name them because you're bad in it. Name them, Brent. <laughs> Emmanuel is definitely in there. And <laughs> supporting his strength. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Anyway, I'm a woman of accountability. You know. <laughs> I will say I have said some nice things about the man. But I will also say one thing about me. I know how to cut a man loose. <laughs> 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 that is no longer my man. Okay? Nope. I'm good, love. It's above me now. Yeah, no. It seems to amaze me. I'm going to go and um, read more and... Um, into that because mm. I want to see the transcript of what actually got said. Mm. Um, the the aide was snitching. Yeah, First of all, yeah, yeah. didn't yeah. the aide sign an NDA or something? Oh, but he yeah. was definitely snitching. Mm. Talking about Damn. who said that, he's like, I can't be quite sure. <laughs> but it was, I think, it was but the I think. white man. <laughs> <laughs> you know how cold that is. No, so I can't be quite sure, but if you ask me, mm. I think it was the former prime minister. The aide is a flipping Kanye fan, man. Kanye, right. the exact same thing. Well, he's there under oath, and he's got to do what he's got to do, man. The transcript, but yeah. So, the Conservative Party. Yet again. Yeah, again. Mm. These are well and truly done out here, man. You know, the Conservatives and um, Met Police are like. No, they go hand in hand, don't they? They do, but like they're the lead, they're on the leaderboard. For done out here. For done out here. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Please remember his disposition when you're talking about Conservatives now. And then when election time comes oh, around, yeah. Okay. What? Remember, because in your mind, it's impossible for Emmanuel to make an argument or a case for the Conservatives. Right? I don't, not, not, no, because I know he's going to go through the policies and look at the economics and I know what's going to drive his thinking. So I could, I won't be surprised if, if, well, I don't know how he can sw sway it, swing it. I don't know what he's going to, how he's going to massage the information. Find a way. You know what I'm trying to say? But I wouldn't be surprised though, way. if the economics make sense. As in, in theory, because yeah, even though yeah. yeah. that's what they're gonna be doing. They're gonna be lying to say this is what we're gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> no, but doing is, that it, for, is it really yes. a lie? No, is no it but really it's a lie because look at how we're currently living. No, no, no. How but are you remember, gonna tell me what you're gonna do for the next four years when the last four years people have been suffering? No, you're last ten years. No, you're 100 percent right. That's yeah, true. But you have to remember, guys. Right, Sunak is a new leader, right? And since Sunak, right, things have changed. You know what I'm saying? So if Sunak will argue, okay, you know what? If I continue along this path. You know what I'm saying? Like, he says not him starting changed. early. When you say things have changed, what, yeah. what are you talking about? Inflation's coming down. That's, that's one of the biggest things. After it living. went up? Yeah. But it, was, it, it didn't go up under him. Yes, he was a chancellor, but <laughs> he wasn't the one. Well, it you know it what I'm did saying? go up under him. How? It, it may not have been um, his fault that it went up. But I mean. He was in charge when it went up. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, he was a chancellor for some part of it. But remember, the, the, when it skyrocketed like crazy, remember the... Like even pr prior to Liz Truss and Kwesi Kwarteng being in power, um, the interest rates, Bank of England interest rates was at 0.25%, something like that, right? When they came in and made the decisions they made, that's when it skyrocketed. But it's his entire party that's responsible for this yeah, but, particular um, dilemma that we're in. Yeah, but you can't, that, that's not fair to say the entire party. You know what I'm saying? Because you wouldn't say the entire party is um, uh, responsible for getting Corbyn out. You know what I'm saying? Like you like you still say there's certain groups within a particular party. I'm talking about views. conservatives. They've been in charge for 10 years. Yes. It's the party line that he's pushing. The fact that it is that he's bringing down something that they're responsible for putting up, I can't give you credit for that. Okay, so, so what if somebody else just comes in who's from another party and makes it worse or makes it the same? This, what, uh, again, hypothetical? Yeah, yeah, cool. Off the back of 10 years of you giving... No, sorry. <laughs> sorry, 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 I can't do that. But anyway, right, yeah, come, time, come time, we'll yeah. see where we are. Because I'm going to be staunchly on the side of shooting on anything he tries to push my face for conservatives. <laughs> Good. I'm not saying I'm going to be supporting Labour, but mm -hmm. I'm going to be shooting on anything he pushes with conservatives. Good. With that stance, you, you, you've got your red hat on already. Like, there's no That's way... True. No, because you're assuming that there aren't any other parties I will vote for. Mm. Why would you waste the vote? 
I don't think it's wasting. I think that's a waste of a vote. If you talk to Emmanuel, he'd be like, actually, when it is that we have power, we should actually start our own. And that's not wasting votes. He would like, just put the votes over here. We'll have representation in parliament. That's that's the main thing. We start taking um local spaces, local spaces, local spaces, and then it starts somewhere, right? Yeah, I'm here for that. I'm here. Well, All right, because there are bare people who don't vote anyway, and we call those quote unquote wasted, wasted votes. Yeah. Even if we can start getting them 100 percent we start building incrementally. Right. Right. Conservatives, it can't be the answer. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry, it can't. It can't. I we can't wait until election time. I can't it's wait. It's gonna be something that is gonna be a it's gonna be interesting. I think we should make it a theme. We should like it's gonna have to be we should, we should wear like Crips and Blood hats. So we as in, play, devil, <laughs> play devil's advocate. Choose a team and then yeah. posit the uh, the argument. Well, we can get yeah. the badges. Yeah, all of that, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can get a thing. I know who are you gonna be on side of. Who me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. I'm I'm impartial here. I'm waiting to hear the policies to you be can't told. Be impartial. You. You've voted before, haven't you? Yes. Oh, you're lying. No. You voted before? Yeah. When? Years ago. Okay, cool, cool. I'm on the voting register. I voted um, locally for my local election. I voted for other things. Because you be in the LBC street, so you're you're plugged in now, innit? Yeah, but the LBC makes me dislike the country Mm. a lot. Yeah, because the people... Mm. Yeah, (laughs) LBC is a different level of content. Yeah, like it's crazy. It's not just one leaning um, position on LBC. They have different... People pushing different agendas. Yeah, I don't. I can't do. I can't do it all day every day. I listen to. I usually listen to um, O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a guy um, that comes on like I think it's like five a.m. or six a.m. or something like that, and he just reads people for filth. He just complains about everything he doesn't like. Yeah, that's my I kind can't of remember guy. His name. I can't remember his name though, but I love him. He just complains about any, and you never know where it could be. It could be about a spider he saw in his bedroom last night. <laughs> or it could be about Boris Johnson. You don't know where the cards are going to fall. It's imagine you just when you just open up the phone lines and you just hear people talking and it's like... Yeah, it's crazy, man. The things that these people are saying, yeah, what's so scary about it for me is, yeah, is that, like, they believe it. Yeah. Like, they're not trying to, fo- they're not trying to, like, stoke up any situation. Yeah. They're not trying, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, there's no, they, as far as they're concerned, there's no malice in the heart. They're just, yeah. they're just getting their shit off mm. and they believe what they say and they feel how they feel. That they're walking amongst us. Mm. And you don't know. Yep. You don't know that this person that's looking in the face just called, you know, LBC up and said, oh, that black lives might get them out of here. You don't have a clue. (laughs) For real. Mm. Sorry, Mm -hmm. it's 12 years as Ramsey has corrected me. Thank you, Ramsey. But you know Mm. Ramsey though, you might have added some extra information no one else has access to. It's about about 12 years. 12, 13 years, yeah. It's a long time. It's a long time. It's, it's definitely, that's definitely over a decade. Do you know how yeah. stupid that is? That's over a decade. Yeah, it's definitely time for change. F- funny enough, that's the same amount of time Labour had before the Tories oh, took over. Yeah, when Blair won in 97, I believe. I was in secondary school. Yeah. Blair was yeah. good, man. I, thought, I, won't yeah, take, yeah, I won't take it back. Yeah, yeah. I won't take it back. Yeah, he was good, man. But near the end, it kind of messed up, man. I mean, Gordon Brown came in. Not saying because of Gordon Brown, but near the end, they kind of messed up. And then obviously the Tories won. Mm. And then we got 13 years of them. So it's, it's probably the time to change back. Probably. I think it is. I'm I think just... it's, I think on the basis of just giving someone else a try. Let yeah. someone else have a go. Because really and truly, we've actually been doing, you can have a go, you can have a go with the Prime Ministers anyway. Yeah. On the basis of let someone else have a go, let's see mm-hmm. what could possibly happen from here. Just that alone, mm-hmm. I think is... Do you know what what is, vote, I think vote. I'm just a little bit... I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of the word. Fearful of, of Keir Starmer being in power for that long. 
But you sound like you've got Stockholm Syndrome there. <laughs> you don't realize you're oppressed. Conservatives. Yeah. Like, you, like, do you know? Do you know why? Care is not a good leader, man. Labour should be able to do better than. This is yeah, what I'm man. saying to you. This is what, that's that's what it is. It's not me wanting Tories just to remain. It's me wanting the best government. I and when yeah, but when, when, think, when the leader of the of the Labour Care's Labour not Party, Care's not and leader. Boris Johnson was the best. He's better than no, Care. Oh my goodness. He's better Boris than Care. Johnson. Boris Johnson. Oh I just rolled goodness. out of bed five minutes ago. I didn't even brush my teeth. Brush my hair. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna tell you guys about COVID figures. I don't really know about because I said they're gonna die anyway. That is better than. Esther, I'm not even imagine, advocating imagine, for care. Imagine, yeah. I'm not even advocating for care. But, but Boris Johnson friend, was a wicked, Boris Johnson, wicked, listen, listen, wicked, listen. wicked man. The reason why I liked him was not because he was a good leader. It's because I just liked how yeah. this guy didn't care. He didn't yeah, care. Of he didn't care about. And I was like, you are actually a leader of a whole country, and you don't care. But the thing is, but the thing is, right? Can you imagine Keir Starmer handling COVID? Handling, but um, he doesn't have to, thank Brexit. God. That's what I'm trying to say to you. I don't know why. We didn't know. We didn't know. Hypotheticals, man. No, 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 Boris. No, 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 no. And not, he, did, he flopped every single moment. And Boris you guys were, parties, man. You, Manuel, were arguing on his behalf Brent, all the time. Listen, 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 right? When you're electing your leader, you are saying to yourself, whatever comes our way in this country, I believe this guy is the best person to deal with it. That's, that's basically what I believe we're saying when we elect this person. Keir Starmer is the leader of the Labour Party. This man was out here suspending people, MPs, for wanting to go and fight on the front line, stand on the front you line. You didn't working want class Jeremy unions. Corbyn in power, did you? Wait, wait, we'll come and to that. And you probably say he's worse than Keir. Who? Corbyn? No, he's not. But let, we'll come but back. But you were saying he's wait. the worst leader of Britain. But wait, 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 wait. We're going to come to that. I just didn't like Corbyn's super duper socialist views. Because I, I don't agree with it. You know what I'm saying? But Corbyn as a leader in terms of him being a strong leader, I think he's a great leader. They did got you, man. Why? They got you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, blink twice if you need help. No, you know <laughs> they got no, you back. No, but, no, but watch this, watch this, right? Imagine Labour, yeah? You, <laughs> you came up off of the, the unions and all of that. And you don't want your MPs to stand with the unions, people doing strikes? They're asking you the other day, what is a working class person? You don't know. The leader of working class people? You don't know what a working class person is, number two. Number three, you're talking about um, Israel has the right to, to kill off people, right to defend, their, defend themselves. You, you, what type of leader is this? Call for a ceasefire. Or at least just get humanitarian law right. You are a human, law, human rights lawyer. And you're telling people, go out there and commit law. Yeah, but crimes. conservatives haven't called for a ceasefire. Well, by that same standard, the conservatives care. said the same thing. Yeah, and the com so conservatives don't care. By that, yes, and they don't care about working class either. Exactly. All you did was pick one thing. I just mentioned the guy did, no, but, doesn't um, even know what working class no, but, is. No, but, yeah, but, and what's his name? Richard Sunak might know what working class is, but he's doing nothing for working class. <laughs> so there is, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, everything you've mentioned for Labour mm. is present in Conservative suit. So you've got to pick a side, man. Uh, anyway, when, when, You're when never going to leave it down, I'm going to say this to you. When, when the thingies come, the policies come, we're going to dissect. Everyone choose a side, okay. and everyone... And, and Von, I've got a very good memory. I've, I remember all the heinous war crimes that Tony Blair was a part of. You get me? Nice, Ramsey. I'm not holding him, I'm not holding him accountable <laughs> for that, though, to be honest with you. I, I was actually happy that, that that my president was a bit of a warmonger, my prime Hello? minister, because that's strong leadership. If we're going into war, I want to feel safe. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? And he was with the right team. He was with the winning team, put the right side. He was doing what we needed to do. Like I was, I was. Nah, with say it, Chess. Say what? it. What happened? Even said facts. Don't you dare! Because when you're no. faxing me of other stupid conversations, <laughs> you're bail <bare> out. <laughs> Speak your chest, big man. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Want to call up? Ramsey, what's going on? Yes, Ramsey, what do you think it was gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> Morning, Ramsey. 
Speak to us, man. You right? Yeah, I'm all good. You know what? It, it might come as a surprise to you lot. Ah. But I, I, I agree. I agree with you, man. I was yes. rooting for you. We're God all rooting you. for you. <laughs> and what? And what? Account? Oh, now you so care so about what one? So, 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 <laughs> so what Iman said. What Iman said about um, Kane not doing anything for Palestine was right. And the Conservatives have done more than the Labour at this time. Lay it out, lay it out, lay it out, lay it out, please. Oh. Oh, sorry. Bloody hell. Sorry about that. I'm just at work. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, you go ahead. He said lay it out. <laughs> <laughs> said, go ahead. <laughs> you tell me how Conservatives have done more for Palestine than... Um, so, currently, so currently, there is um, a Conservative... I think it's a Conservative front bencher who's going to take... Uh, the current government to court for allowing Israel to run war crimes. Yeah. Labour have done nothing. Kerr hasn't, he hasn't, he still to this day hasn't condemned Israel for their war crimes. He's done nothing. He's losing all of his staff, but they're still following the narrative that we're not going to do anything in regards to foreign policy unless the US have done it. So he's literally just following the US. So back to what Iman said is that any for any um sorry any prime minister now that follows the US's guide to anything is just going to lead to another war, i.e. Tony Blair. Which so care being in power is going to be the worst thing in regards to foreign policy. All right, just the other day, correct me if I'm wrong, a conservative MP got fired for backing um Palestine. Am I am I correct in saying that? Uh, did, you, did you say that? Sounds familiar. Yeah, it was ever suspended or fired. Labor. But yeah, something happened because he did support Palestine. Yeah, Labour. That was a Labour MP. That was yeah, a Labour MP. It was MP. Conservative. Oh. You got a computer in front of you? Yeah, I'm doing it now. But I thought you'd be okay. on, on top of this, to be honest. Because obviously, no, you're not saying that Conservative government are actually um, not abstaining from that vote that we just ran. No, I'm saying if we're running numbers on who's doing more, we've got infighting in Labour in, in which they're arguing with their leader on what to do. But then you have an MP on the Conservative side that's taken his own party to court for not condemning and being complicit in war crimes. So it's one nil at the moment. Right, so his name, no, it's not one nil. So his name is Paul Bristol and he was a Tory mm -hmm. ministerial aide. Sorry, he wasn't an MP. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, so, tell me something. Um, the government mm -hmm. in charge right now is who? Conservatives. Yeah, yeah and I, are you saying that they have actively come out to condemn Israel? That's not what I said. No, I'm, I'm asking you a question. This is a different question. It's a line, different line of question. Oh, right. No, no. Rishi Sunak hasn't condemned them, no. And right now, Labour's in power, right? Yes, they're supposed to be the opposition, 100%. But who's in power currently? Tories, so, so anything that the UK does, the Tories are going to be held responsible for it, right? They're leading the, the charge, moment, yes. no? At the moment, yes. All right, so I find it difficult for you to say that K. Stam is doing worse than Sunak in this regard. No, I said K. Stam will do worse because while well, he has nothing to lose... Hypothetical. Oh, yeah. well, he has, no, no, it's not hypothetical because he's, he's more than likely going to win. So when we're talking about someone who is definitely going to win, and like I said last time I was on, I was on with you lot, he had a slam dunk. 
So he could have had his cake, he could have had his, um, his, his what do they call it, have his, his cake and eaten it too. He could have condemned what they're doing and still stood with Israel. Could have been, so it could have been a, an easy, easy question to put to you. Funding. An easy question to put to you, because I do believe that he's going to change his tune once it comes around and this is still running, because he will see that the sentiment Ch- of all of the change, called common people uh, as in to look to condemn it. No, you're wrong. No, no, I, like, I, this is my assumption. When you say I'm wrong, yeah, it's wrong. 100% it's you could be like, you say you don't agree with me, but we will see how it works. Because in my mind, everything is politics. Everything mm. is perception. Mm. He's even backtracked uh, in the manner in which he has because he's seen heavy people saying, wait a minute, what, what are you doing? You're supposed to be opposing the current government. Mm. And the current government Sorry, says say that, say that again, the, the line broke up. You said he backed up who? He backtracked on what he initially said because of the... He's uh, been you turning more than a minicab driver this whole time. Sorry? He's been U-turning more than a minicab driver since he's taken control of Labour. And this speaks to me saying that he is, once he comes to election time, he's going no. to say whatever he thinks is needed to get in power. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. This is, this no, is my point. No, no. He's been, he's been going against the fundamental uh, mission statement of Labour. He said he was going to... If you watch videos of him before he was in power, he actually did... Um, I think he did a charity fundraiser for Palestine. And he's done another one for the unions, in which he stood on Labour's fundamental beliefs and said, this is what he was going to do, this is what he was going to do. When he found out he wasn't getting as much funding, he then U-turned. And Let me make a bet. Let me make a bet with you, Ramsey. Let me make a nah, bet. An educated no, bet. Let me make an educated bet. Everybody in the room, listen to my voice, right? Mm-hmm. I believe that Labour is going to do a quote-unquote another U-turn and start saying, please, ceasefire. Mm. That's my bet, my educated bet. Yeah, they're gonna see the sentiment of the land mm-hmm. and all the quote unquote people, and they're gonna start changing their tunes even more. That's my bet. Anybody want to take it? Yeah. Before yeah. conservatives, by the way. Say, say that thing, Kevin. Are you listening? Yeah, go. Say go. Were you listening? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So why should I repeat it? If you don't want to repeat it, you're wrong. Right. I'm just asking. When you say wrong, say you don't agree with me. No, you're wrong. <laughs> it's his opinion. It's hard to be wrong. Uh, Marx, you know what? You're right. But let me be me for a second. He's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. Because he's not going to do that. If, the, my basic point is he hasn't got a lot to lose at the moment, right? Because he's promised, let's say he's promised to see, right? So while you're promised to see, would you then try your hardest to keep everyone on your side? He's not doing that. When he gets into power, pressure is only going to be mounting even stronger. And bear in mind, this speaks to his ignorance and his lack of experience. He's only been an MP for five years before going into power as, um, as a Labour leader. Yeah? He's also a human... He's also, he was a human rights lawyer, right? So when they asked him to condemn the, the war crimes that Israel has done, i.e. collective punishment... Uh, use of uh, all this force, he said, he, well, he didn't condemn it, and then he got to another interview and said, oh, actually, um, I didn't understand the question. Are you dumb? Well, I think all this depends on their, um, like, when they go and do their market research and their mock polls and stuff like that, and when they go and get a pulse of what's going on in the country. If, They've already done that. It's been like that for weeks now, though. No, but they'd it's have been, to do it now, with, the, the now with this war stuff. Like, it's not like there's, there's obviously no, people have, been no, marching, people been marching no, in London. It's not like as much has been taking place anywhere out of London. It might, if it doesn't affect their bottom yeah, line and their base and they can still no, get their numbers, he won't have to walk it back. 
No, Marks, it's, it's been like this. The, the only people that, do, that oppose a ceasefire, uh, according to you, Gov, is 8%. There's an overwhelming majority calling for a ceasefire of around 78, 79%. Right? Okay. So okay. He's, already got a, he's already got a post to the land already. He is dumb. Well, then he probably and will walk it back then. Uh, yeah, I still don't think he will. Because it's... Didn't you say funding earlier, Marks? All right, so... Yeah. I, I hear what yeah, you're saying, Ramsey. That's I think you want to do it. Because I think right now we're still fooled by our echo chamber, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. We're still fooled mm. by... And that's why is that he still hasn't, like, been extreme with the, nah, let me be on the other side of this nonsense. Because he knows... Why is that extreme? Let me finish. I'm actually, I'm actually <laughs> making an argument for your um, case, young man. Let me finish. This guy. <laughs> Outside of London... Mm. I think the majority of white people, they want the Muslims out because all of them are terrorists. Do you understand? Mm. They would probably be back in Israel to put in their feet on the necks of all these particular quote-unquote terrorists. Mm. I don't think they um, differentiate um, Hamas from Palestinians. Mm. They see all of them as they need to be erased. So maybe mm -hmm. that's why he's still teetering and not decided, all right, cool, I'm going to fully go against this particular... Um, uh, barbaric, one-sided attack. Yeah, I, I believe. So. I, I don't think it's just that. I think that may be a, definitely a, um, a part of it. But I think uh, I think one of the biggest parts is what's happened. Uh, what did happen to Corbyn, right? In which the huge Jewish majority of the Labour Party were completely against Corbyn. They fabricate stories and done all of that, and he doesn't want another repeat of that. Yeah, I just think that that's right. This echo chamber, we get we get blinded by it sometimes, and the same thing happened with Brexit. I know how people in London feel. This is a very diverse community and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. I'm still not mm. sure how the country feels about it yet. You know what I'm trying to say? So when they realize that will dictate his movements and I, like, whatever the answer is to that, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I just believe that he needs to be completely counter to what conservatives are pushing. That's what he needs to be. He can't he, be he, the same. But he, he isn't. He isn't because he's 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 conservative. Fundamentally, yeah. And that's why he's, he's, he did what he did and said what he said in the first place. Yeah. Now he's realised. Fundamentally, oh my goodness, he's, that's wrong. He, Even Lammy tried to against, walk stuff back. Lammy is a proper idiot. <laughs> so a, who would, who would you vote for currently? A, um, hold on. Let me say my hold on. Let me say my point. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. There's a theory about politicians that are in power who don't take a stance whether it's left or right, right? It basically theorizes that any politician or any person in power who's centrist is detrimental to the country. I'm going to watch that thing and I'm going to send it to you, Brent, but I feel like that's what Keir is. Keir doesn't stand... He, he seems to stand to the more right, but he's very centrist, and I, don't, I, think that's, I think that's detrimental to the country if he comes into power, especially where we are now with, the, with economically and everything else. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. What was your question? Um, I disagree. I wouldn't say that you're wrong. I would say that you, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I think having balance is good for a leader. Because you'd be able to satisfy um, certain parts of both parties. That's what I thought. But I think it gives arguments as to why it is. But I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. Once I watch that again. But yeah, um, what was your question? Yeah, who would you vote for now? Uh, if if it was Kerr or Sunak? To take us into uh, the next, next um, uh, 12 years. 
I was gonna, I was, I said green, but if you give me a choice out of the two, you said what? Green, he said. I said green. Oh, okay. Who's 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 the leader for the, green? Uh, I don't know. So you're not even I voting on, on the policies. That. You're just saying no. No, neither no. I've, I've always stood. I've always stood with green's policies. They've been shouting about climate change. They've been shouting about Palestine. They've been shouting about anything, everything I'm passionate about for years, right? But oh, I so you've always voted always, for green. Uh, no, I haven't. I've voted red before. I've always voted red. So who do you vote for now? But green. I can't do it now. Now, yeah, definitely green. Definitely. Okay. Well, you know, obviously it's all going to be based on lies and stuff. They're going to put their all best... Of it's going to be based on yeah, they're going to put their best foot forward. Yeah. But whoever's got yeah. the best plan best to bring plan. this economy back is going to win, regardless of all the ever extra stuff, because people don't care about themselves. Hope, and the way this cost so of living long. crisis has affected us, yeah, people felt it for the first time. Certain people who've never gave a shit about politics have, well, have felt it to their core. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And whoever sells us the best dream to get us back to... And out of this crisis is gonna win. I, I, I like to think so, but you, you forget how strong racism is, bro. <sighs> hunger, <laughs> hunger hurts more than racism sometimes. Yeah, I think that trumps it. I hope so. 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 One last thing before I go. Um, What's, what's this narrative that you don't got about me and facts? Like Esther said it earlier. She's like, mm, what's that about? About you and facts? Yeah. Yeah, you, oh, just, Ramsey you, just, facts. Yeah, you just say it. Without, without no, I don't. <laughs> no, but you just yeah. told me that I was wrong for sharing my opinion, innit? I mean, whatever it is, you're not... Iman's worse, so I think that's something too. Yeah, so you don't have to oh, be like right. positive. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's a, that's a positive. I speak real facts. <laughs> Debatable. That's, that's an Iman fact. The fact that he thinks he speaks facts, that's an Iman fact. All my facts can be backed by data. Uh, no, one of your facts. One of your half like year don't TBA. Like don't say data like that ever again. Don't say data like ever again. But yeah, I love you though, yeah? All right, man. Same. Yeah, Take care. You yeah, know he's rude. Hey Ramsey. It's to the point, man. <laughs> I was I was on the, the Zoom call with him, right? Just walking him through the new black and stuff, right? And telling him what plans I have for his life, right? Mm. All this good news I'm giving him. Mm. And um he's like, Oh, I love your passion. Oh my gosh. But I didn't know that I was gonna come on the Zoom to watch you suck your own dick. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he said to you? <laughs> like what? <laughs> like what? There's yeah, a nice yeah, breaker. Yeah. He said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Bear in mind, uh, I could cut at any point in time. If it is my child comes home, I'm just gone. I'm like, all right, cool, 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 cool. You know, I didn't have to come on this. You asked me for this call, in it, and I just happened to be talking about what is I'm, I'm planning. Just so it looks as though I'm delivering in a passionate way. Doesn't mean I'm sucking my own dick, but if it is that you think I have a problem with this, okay. <laughs> you are just here we go. Well, I think that's that. that. He that. can't turn it off. That's, that that's just him. Just um, he's a type of guy, right? You know when it is you 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 hear somebody on the train and they're acting belligerent, mm. right? You can rely on him to stand up and be counted. Okay. You start not just talk, 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 talk. Yeah. That's what I love about Ramsey, man. Mm. I hate the whole fucks, fucks, fucks. But Ramsey's a guy that you can rely on, man. Is he a doer? He's a doer. Big up Ramsey, then, man. Big up Ramsey, love a doer.
All right, but even with that being said, the Conservatives are still down there, so... Always. Ramsey Fox. Actually, this is where we're at. <laughs> yeah, let's get into the actual... This has been a good show. Thank you very much. Can we please like the video? What the like saying? Because I'm going to be real. I saw Fernan up in there giving people false, false um, comforts. Talking about, yeah, the ratio is not too bad. Mm. It's worse. What's the number <laughs> saying, Brad? Likes, please. I want to play a game tomorrow. Oh, I know I love I, a game. I want to see how many dislikes we can have for the entire stream. Dislikes? We have yeah, dislikes yeah. on the button. And then see what happens to the algorithm. We have a dislike option. Yeah, there's there's oh, thumb up and thumb down. And they took and they took that away though. Mm, I thought no. it was just there. No, it's there. Oh no, it's still there. You know, I never clocked it. I ain't seen no. Well, how many thumbs downs did we get? Episode. Well, the most we've gotten has been thirteen. I think it was what episode was it? It was the Shayla episode was large mm. number. Then Granted, there was the ah, oh, there was the one where Iman didn't take accountability for. The Sankara one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. And it that was down for. We got the Rebecca Hyde. <laughs> Where's Rebecca today, though? Is she in? I heard that she was in yesterday. Yeah, because yeah, you, you were in. Okay. So, mine will skip tomorrow. She was thriving as well. She was doing fine. Rebecca, come back, man. Or, guys, you ain't going to see her again. <laughs> I'm still going to be here. <laughs> when are you going to apologize to her, man? What? You, didn't, you haven't done that. Oh. I told. Apologize for what? I'm going to see you again today. Please Rebecca. apologize. Sorry. No, no, no. Can you send a message? What? Are you right? Did you hear that? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what kind of... Send a message, man. You send a message. You can't but... police my apology. <laughs> you can. <laughs> you bloody can. You bloody have to. And then the next episode was in is that white guy was on. Oh, wow. wow. That was a good episode. Yeah, that was a good episode. Down, man. No, but it started off as... <gasps> Black History Month. <laughs> and then when it is, he continued talking and he obviously cried a bit. Then he's, it, those... <laughs> Those down thumbs, it removed. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So people un thumbs. It's the pro black people that unliked it. Mm. Christy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what, Stacey? I ain't seen you in a while. Welcome back as well. I just clocked. You just popped. She's just... been working, working, isn't it? Yeah, no, I pick up her. Obviously, I know the time zones and all these things. You're a working lady. But I love how she just slipped back in and just and it just felt normal. I didn't even actually. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the best way, no? It's yeah, the best no, way. I just want to say that. Welcome back, man. Big up. Big up, Stacey, man. 100%. What's the one is this? Oh, outro. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Can we... What happened? Just bing. What's the game? Oh, that's the game. No, that's uh, not the game. That's not the game, but yeah, yeah. the game was the dislike thing tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Let's see how many dislikes right. we can have tomorrow. Okay, let's see what the topic of the day is. Well, <laughs> um, as you guys know, the lovely Miss Mariah, who did call earlier as well, big up Miss Mariah every single time. She is collecting used books, shoes, clothes, school items, all that stuff for kids, children and families in need in Uganda. So if you would have any if you have anything to um donate, please hit her up on Instagram at Miss underscore Anne Mariah. Or you can also message her via the Twitter community, which you can go on there. It's the new black. Yes, please hit her up ASAP. ASAP sap sap sap. Has she contacted you yet, Mugs? Um yeah, we spoke, we've been in communication. I was supposed to um get back to her the other day and I forgot. Oh, now it's on you. Huh? Now it's on you now. That's all right. I sent a message this morning saying I forgot you, but I ain't forgot you, so don't worry. So, Amen. Uh, Amen. I like those messages. I sent two. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. What messages? Yeah. I haven't forgotten. 
my action. No, I forgot, but I haven't forgot. Yeah, so yeah. I'll be in touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we have a lovely community, man. We do, you know, big up our community. I love our community. And it's only growing. That's just great. Well, yeah, guys, thank you for tuning into the show. We appreciate you guys, as always. Big up our researchers as well, doing doing great things. They are. Uh, follow us on our social media platforms, The Day After TNB, on Instagram, Twitter, and on TikTok. Also, if you want to join the community, it's lit. Okay, the community's lit. So join the community on Twitter, or as some of you know, is X. Um, and we are under the new black. And black is always, always, always spot with an X. Always. No A's. Right, so B L X C K. Merchandise is coming soon, people. Merch is coming soon. Um, and I'm trying to find a proper community where, like, there's forums where you can type and build. And oh stuff. yeah. Mm. Um, the other one wasn't intuitive enough for me to be honest. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. But yeah. you said that from like the beginning as well. To be fair, it wasn't what you had in mind. Yeah. What the community thing? There's 450 people who signed up. When that one? Just dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. What about like a Discord or something? I I. Question for the people listening. Are you guys familiar with Discord? Because no. for me, it's like it's all jumbled up. I'm listening. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's crazy. But I've, I, I've seen Discord communities that five. I've seen people use them. Like, so it's, they are a thing. But I've they seen are them com- use they them, but confusing. they're messy. Yeah, it's all confusing. It's crazy. I haven't like delved into it, but I've, I know they're a thing. Do you feel what we really need is just somewhere to lay low, to just be there temporarily until we have our own app? Oh, 100%. That's... That's what I'm looking to do. But yeah. the whole idea of Miss Mariah being able to just go in the community and say, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, and everyone just come in and do that. will be yeah, a little yeah. easier. Yeah, yeah. But I will get there. I just have a lot to well, do, man. Got, yeah, man. Yeah, you are working hard, man. We're, we're all working hard behind the scenes. But soon come, soon come. You guys will see. Ooh, two things I want to mention. Not, not today. Um, the no behavior, no behavior episode at Kyle and Bard. I don't know the name of the guest. Light skin brother, tall guy. Was here. Oh yes, was, yeah, that was a good episode, man. They're talking economics, man. Or no behavior. All right, what? Who? Who side were you on? And please give them a little context because you know, who, who, I was, was, was I here? No, no, you weren't there. No, he weren't. It was. It was the episode you weren't there. It was oh, like yeah. what? Last week, two weeks ago? It wasn't it was weeks the time ago. you weren't here. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't watch. I don't episodes back, so I don't know what you're talking about. Go on, um, give them context. They were talking about uh, money and the value of things and things that nature. Right? Was it the guys from Facts Only? Yes. Right, cool. Okay. Was it Chinks? It must have been. Okay. Yes. So, um, yeah, that was, that was basically what it was. It? it was about value and uh, it, stemmed, it stemmed from a relationship, innit? Yeah. Brent. So, yeah, it stemmed from like a relationship and, and who values what in a relationship. It's right? so interesting hearing Emmanuel confess to you that he watches every single No Behavior episode. Isn't it weird? It's not a confession. Why is that, why is that, why is that weird? <laughs> Do you do it? Do what? Listen to every episode from the behavior. Do I like any episode? Do I like my blood pressure? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you asking if I want to die yet? Yes, because, because I know <laughs> Emmanuel. I'm thinking, is this the content you look to invest in? It's good That's content. so funny to me. It's, it's great it's content, content, man. This is so Everyone funny to me. Everyone tuning to no behavior, man. Thank no, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. I'm Birmingham in that. I come Birmingham live show weekends. 100%. Any in Birmingham crew, I'm going to be there all weekend as well. But some people have asked me, how come if Emmanuel looks to like big you up all the time. How come you've never invited him on as a guest to meet loons in person and see how y'all 
Because we're his tribe and I'm doing him a favor. Because if we if I bring him on no behavior, you're gonna see the real E man. That's not gonna do him any good. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Me, to be fair, <laughs> I'll be wild. And that's what it's about. Black men supporting black men. Yeah. That's really what, what it's saying. about. Because all of that shit affects my bag and I can't have it. So <laughs> you imagine. You stay on TDA. I will be a different person. <laughs> <laughs> no behavior. You would have no behavior. Allegedly. <laughs> no, get him on, man. Get him on. I want. I want to see. I want to get. Uh, I want to get peek behind the curtain because Brent has been telling us from day one. <laughs> Since we met Emmanuel at the net, Brent's been telling us, "Listen, you don't know the guy." <laughs> <laughs> so I will find. I would like closure on that matter. Allegedly. Maybe we could do this. Where we got them. Allegedly, allegedly. Let's get here, thingy. What's that? What's those things called? Them little petition things. Yeah, where we got signed oh. to get get Eman. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, it was a good episode, man. They were talking about economics, man. Um, obviously, I don't know everyone's name in it, but that's nice guy, yeah. intelligent guy, man. But he was wrong. Oh. He was wrong, in my opinion, he was wrong, man. And everything he was saying sounded good. But but that's how I'm it telling you, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> 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 you trying to kill me? That's what it's that's how you are. That is you. But mine's based All on you facts. All of us, you just look to the mirror. Mine's but based you on got facts. That's it. Mine's based on facts. Nah. No, but he, the thing is, yeah, everything that he was saying is based on... Um, I say it's wrong because in terms of like how things are seen in the in, in the market and how things should be seen, right? In terms of like a free market uh, society, he's, he's wrong, right? But in terms of what people's sentiment was mm. prior to the last hundred years, he was right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just wasn't updated, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Making me want to go and think it. So I'll yeah, check, it was, I'll it was check the episode of that. It was definitely a good Did um, it make the YouTube part? What do you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, cool. He's, he's asking you if it is that you have paid for no, because Spot, no, because Spotify you can get for free. Exactly, you can just listen. Thing, but you're a patron. He said the lights get guys. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true, <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> He's David giving you proper patronage. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all right, man. All the support we need. Davina, <laughs> Davina, I'm going on. Um, what am I doing up there? I'm doing Chop Shop because I have to do Chop Shop. That's one of the first um, podcasts that I found out about. I'm going to do Chop Shop, and I'm going to do Sinners podcast. And that's where they get all the whores, all type of whores and OnlyFans girls up and that. So that would be interesting it's conversation. Yeah, it's called Sinners. But the Sinners, them. Okay. Always fuckeries going on up there. <laughs> Kevin so. said he wasn't wrong, man. No, no, he no. He was wiling. No, do you know the thing is? He he was right about a lot of stuff in the beginning. But when he brought, when he tried to relate it to economics and money and the value of money and how currencies come about, he started to go a bit wrong. It was so funny because that's basically what it was. one time I actually put my head up and and... and Ask myself, should I jump in and say there are arguments, strong arguments on both sides, both sides of yeah. what you guys are talking about? Because they kept on thinking they're really angry, like they're shouting. And then is it Chinks? I think so. Chinks has a nice, eloquent way to basically call someone an idiot. The tall guy, the last guy, isn't it? Is it last guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh crap! I got drawn in. For real, he was going in, but I was like, "This is childish. Like, it's childish. What happened to pay for work? What happened to this?" He was just mentioning stuff, and he's like, "It's hard to great. But you know, yeah, yeah. You actually made me want to go and watch. Nah, you should, man. You should. You should. It was a very good discussion, man. Nah, no. <laughs> yeah, okay. Esther, mm. as you were. Oh yeah, I forgot you. Yeah. Oh, sorry, one last thing as well. Um, there's a website that you guys can go to that someone sent to me. Sorry. Um, what was that for? 
Oh, about Palestine. If you want to know more about, oh, okay. about what's going on, it's cool. Because I heard um, the people's businesses. Excuse me? I want to do that. <laughs> but um, www.thepalestineacademy.com. Yeah, mm. thepalestineacademy.com. And this is from somebody who's a valued um, listener of TDA. Started from minutes after seven. Moved over. Okay. Very intelligent. And um, yeah, man. You're just throwing that word around today, aren't you? No, she is. I just don't want to mention her name just in case she doesn't want to be like out there. Oh, like yeah, that. yeah, that's true. But yeah, um, yeah. So Speak if you want to know, like, there's book recommendations, there's like everything, yeah. If you need to know or want to know about um, what's going on back there in uh, the Middle East, the palestineacademy.com. We have a very resourceful um, community. Mm-hmm. It's really lovely. And this, is, this is why I want the, the forum. Yeah. yeah. That's telling you Discord is not as complicated as. No, it is, it man. It is. When I show you the screen, the UI, just the front thing. You tell me if it's, it's complicated or not. Bear in mind, yeah. it wouldn't be complicated for people who actually know how to use it. That's yeah, the thing, Discord. yeah, yeah. Discord, yeah, yeah, There's a lot going on there. And especially when it's, if it's populated as well. Mm. You get me? There's there a lot going on there. So I've seen it, but I don't, I've never, you know, I never engaged much anyway. Mm. But. Yeah, but I don't want an app where someone cooks me and I don't get a chance to respond. I know you can respond. It's turned like a I big, huge group chat, essentially. Direct. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I want to cut people out live and direct. I'm joking. Well. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man. Okay. Is that all the announcements? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, um, if you'd like to inquire about the show or feature on the show, our email address is the day after at the new black.com. Also, send your dilemmas through to 075 6484 And what is it? Thursday tomorrow? We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Peace. Bye.